Hey everybody, if you haven't listened to episode 116 yet, you may not know that we originally recorded the Endgame segment as a part of episode 116. However, that episode was pushing the four-hour mark, and we didn't think that would work out very well, so we decided to split it up into two episodes. We hope you will uh, forgive us for the various continuity errors uh, and references uh, throughout this episode. I don't think it's super bad, but you know, just in case if it throws you off a little bit, I apologize in advance, and I hope you enjoy the episode anyway. Anyway, let's get to it. Alright guys, um, so we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame now. Um, this is obviously... This is, this is your, the, at the sound of the tone, is your, is your spoiler alert. That's, that's not the tone. That's this not is the tone. tone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> spoiler alert. Beautiful. Um, so we're going to talk about Endgame. Uh, man, there's a lot of ways to go through this. Uh, th- there's a lot of things that I think I want to talk about in terms of scenes, and we'll try to go somewhat chronologically here. I don't really want to go as beat for beat as we did with Game of Thrones. No, um, I will tell you, I will tell you, um, the way this movie opens is absolutely... Oh, man. It, it's perfect, but fucked up in so many ways. And I actually looked at my daughter. Um, Ems was sitting to my left, and I looked over at her, and I said, this is fucked. Yeah. Um, because the first thing you see is Clint... And, and he's playing know. catch, or no, he's not playing catch. He's he's, he's, teaching, he's teaching his daughter how to shoot. shoot a bow. And then his other kids are out playing catch. Who immediately bullseyes like. And he yeah. also calls her Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, is it's her the name first... Kate? Because <laughs> no. that would be badass. It's the first time I think the Hawkeye name has actually been really referenced, or the no, second time they call him Hawkeye and Thor. They call him the Hawk. Actually, they call the him the Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. They don't yeah. say he's in the he's in the, he's in the yeah. Hawk nest or something like the that. Hawk's the Hawk's in his nest. That's what they say. Yeah. Good 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 pull guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but uh anyway, um yeah, I don't think we have to go beat for beat like we did with Game of Thrones, but god, there's so much to cover in this movie. Oh, so again, I um, I do think that you know the opening spoilers. scene is a good good place to start because I think that, you know, it really sets the tone for the first third of this movie. Well, right the first third of this movie like this movie is fan I, I service was, like none other. I well, I was talking to somebody at work the other day, um Yesterday, as a matter of fact, who had seen it over the weekend, and, I, and we were talking about this opening scene, and I and I told him, I said, I, I, you know, I knew this was going to happen, which is why Same. I said what I said to Emmy and and whatnot in there, and he was like, well, how did you know? And I was like, well, did you watch the trailer? Because how could you not know that this is a guy whose family is dead? Yeah, for sure. You know like, what I mean? Not like, only that, it's been a year since we've seen the movie. We didn't see Hawkeye in, in Infinity War. Exactly. The opening scene. It's been a year since we've seen the movie. Yes, we all know they got dusted, but just to remind us as the stinger, hey, this nice family moment, by the way, it ends horribly. Yeah. Yeah. Um as soon as I, as soon as I saw the scene, as soon as I knew we were opening it, I was like, Oh man, this is this is ugly. I can't believe we're doing this already. Um I actually saw a really good breakdown of the different um in game trailers that we saw and mm-hmm. like cause we the first trailer that we saw actually didn't have any scenes um, in it that were not in the movie. Um, and they were like, well, yeah, that's easy to explain because everything we see in that first trailer actually happened in the first 15 minutes of the movie. It didn't really spoil yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but then as, the, as they progressed, like the Super Bowl spot and more, like there were scenes in the trailers that just didn't exist in, in the endgame movie. Yeah. Um, and 
I think that's good misdirection. I, it's it's something that I'm really happy about with this because I was really Marvel resident, does that all the time though. Reticent about watching the trailers at all. Same. Um, because after Infinity War, actually, what what really broke me was um watching trailers for the Batman vs Superman when it came out because they really just flat they out put it showed, on there. shoved you. They showed Doomsday, and I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Um, and, and Bryce was with us when we saw it. Um, Eddie can attest to this. He was like, Oh, I didn't know Doomsday was going to be in this stuff. That's pretty cool. And I was like, Man, if I was in your shoes, maybe I'd This would be a lot better of a reveal. Yeah. 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 We'd all be better off for it. But I Um, actually watched the trailer. So, all right. So before we get too far into this, I want to, I want to start with a big question. Um, and, and this is like a sort of a, uh, pass, pass fail sort of question. Um, does this movie provide a satisfying ending to the 22? movies that uh we've set up before absolutely 100 percent, yes okay so i'm right there with you um so uh, um i i've you know this this movie has been reviewing very very well the slightly negative is that i've he- heard about it um, this movie over the weekend broke every record so it hit 1.2 billion, billion worldwide yeah, but, the, yeah, but that's 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 why that's yeah. not the question i asked because yeah. th- this movie could be horseshit and it would still do a bajillion dollars oh god uh because j- you don't need it doesn't need to be a good Fucking movie honestly bvs broke some box office records at the time when it came out and that especially movie really yeah kind of horseshit but. for for uh, a movie like this um they don't need to do anything really other than show up um um to break those opening weekend records because if you can provide a half decent trailer um people were going to go see it because everybody went and saw infinity war and everybody wants to know how that mm-hmm. Ends. Not only the fact that we've waited eleven years for this conclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's why that's why I asked a, a broader question, which is does does it provide a satisfying ending for you? Oh, it sticks I, the, the only the only thing about this entire thing that kind of sticks in my craw a little bit is the fact that Spider Man Far From Home is technically the end of Phase Three, and I don't think that's logical in any way, shape, or form. I think I think it should I, be the I, I reserve, Phase Four. I reserve judgment until I see the movie. Um, I, I, as do I, and I have questions. Obviously, and we'll get to those later on. Um, mm-hmm. And I do have one minor sticking point with Endgame that we'll also get to. I think I, Matt and, and I are on the same Yeah, Ryan and I have discussed it already, um, you know, because we work together and he takes yeah. his lunch in my office half the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But, uh, uh, yeah, as far as, as far, God damn it, this movie, like this fucking movie, man. There's like, so there's, like, the much first to talk 45 about. Minutes, the first 45 minutes, like, I don't know whether I'm going to laugh my ass off or cry. They like, really, so, they, there's so much back and yeah. forth. They really so, break you down pretty hard. Like, the, 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 uh, that first 45 minutes, I think, is rough for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, th- there's that really great scene with, um, Cap when he's hosting the support group. So that's number one. Uh, with, um, with Joe Russo. Okay. So, yeah. Chris Evans himself said within the first hour of watching the movie, he's already cried like six oh. times or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's whatever. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, no, he's building no, it up. He is, yeah. he's, he is not joking. Yeah. It is so, rough. I think the the movie does an amazing job because they subvert your expectation like immediately. So like when they're like, oh, we got to go get Thanos or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. They're going to go get their ass kicked again. And then they're going to have to regroup, actually get the team together, talk Tony and doing whatever. And then... um you know that's where that's where the team. Well, yeah, that's let's, the movie. Let's not even let's not even yeah, jump in there. Not let's, let's, let's talk in there, about yeah. let's talk about the um the verbal confrontation between Tony and Cap as soon as yeah. as soon as Tony gets brought back to Earth. That was by, pretty brutal by by Captain Marvel. That was actually a good scene too. Is is he's starting to drift off from lack of life support and yeah. and all of a sudden you and see you the see lights. And you see Tony and Nebula. They're having their moment playing football, whatnot. Yeah. A villain and yeah a hero. <laughs> and Tony's looking sick as hell. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even say villain at this point because at this point, I think Nebula oh, sort yeah, of reached the peak yeah, of Nebula, her redemption. Nebula had, had already kind of gone through that arc. Yeah, um, but um, 
Yeah, that moment, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm still team Iron, uh, team Cap. You know, like I always am going to be team Cap, but like I, Cap had the right position, I think, in Infinity War, although you know it's it somewhat questionable from Civil War onward. Yeah, yeah. and um, then and then in this movie too, it's like uh, Tony's berating Cap because he didn't, he wasn't there, and it's like, dude, he gave you a phone, you didn't fucking pick it up, like you you never actually dialed the number, you know. Yeah, I mean, not for lack of trying. He was gonna. And he, then, well, he pulled the phone out, and he was like, and then, oh, I couldn't possibly continue dialing for the next there, three seconds. There you was know? a part of me that didn't think that that's what he was talking about. It, it, it wasn't. Like, I mean, no, his general thing was like, you ran off and, you, you know. You were my friend. I needed you when I needed it you. Was, it was, you it was mostly there. the stuff that happened in Civil War that he was, yes. that he was still uh, been out of shape about. And, and deservedly so. It's fine. I mean, I get it. And I love um, the Ultron reference that Tony made in that situation where it was like, remember that time when I mentioned I needed a suit of armor around the world or this was my thought? Yeah. And he's like, well, that didn't work out. Well, obviously, for reasons you made a yeah. murder bot. And, but, and I, and I, I love mean, I love the whole line. He's like, "Oh, that's right. We're the Avengers. We're not the Prevengers." You know? Yeah, yeah. We do our best work after the fact. Yeah, which um, you know Tony, turns out to be totally true. Tony had some good points, but uh, uh, it's, no, I, I thought he was just honestly. And, I, and I forgave him for that because I was like, "Well, he's obviously you he know, was suffering from space dehydration." Yeah, he's a little. He's got space dementia, <laughs> yeah. so I'll give him. I'll give him being pissed off at Cap for um, you know while he's stuck out in space. Cap gets to hang out on Earth and whatever. Um, and, and so I, but I did enjoy that scene cause I thought that scene kind of set us up for what was to come yeah. and I was, wasn't wrong. Also our first yeah. instance of, uh, Carol Danvers being, uh, the Ex machina, uh, um, of the, the, the movie like, Oh, Carol's here. Um, she saves the day for five seconds and then takes off again. <laughs> the egg MacGuffin. Yeah. The egg MacGuffin. Uh, does anybody like the fact that Rhodey called her out? On the haircut? No. Yeah, like, oh. on, and, and where so, the hell have you been? Oh, no, I didn't like that fact because... Um, in the beginning of the movie, uh, yes. In the beginning yes. of the movie, and I'm fine with it. Sort um, of. In the, sort in of the beginning, because, I'm okay with it because they don't know who Carol Danvers is. She just shows up and yeah, his question is, so no, where the hell have you been? I totally get it. I totally get it. But like, space is a very big place. And that's always kind of been my, my yeah. thing. Like... I've always thought that humans in particular are very arrogant because we we treat this planet as though we're the only planet that matters and and in in terms of how big the universe is coming from Rhodey's situation there's being a reason a normal why other planets human. stay away from us. So like the thing is in the early part of the movie when when um you know they're like well where have you been it's like well number one she didn't know what was going on guys there's no reason to believe that there was a broadcast out there it's like hey everybody Thanos is fucking up the universe Carol uh maybe go chill over there for a while like the the, the logic in the beginning of the movie made perfect sense to me yeah how she decides to then take off after the fact it's like no um we need to go probably just like get Thanos like that that part was where like um I was a little disappointed to see her take off and then just not be a factor again I until the wasn't. La- no I it wasn't. wasn't and and well and here's so, the thing from a storytelling standpoint like it had to be that way because she, like as you find out toward the end of the movie like she's just ridiculous op and yeah there's n- nothing she's not even that overpowered we'll get to that though yeah we'll get but to anyway, that it was very funny like um. She, she 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 was definitely a MacGuffin uh, to save Tony in the beginning. Like, there's no reveal. Like, how did she even know he was there? You know, like not nothing. There's not nothing that. Okay, so that, that's one of the. I few, hope we get okay, that story the, later on. The, that was one of the few flaws of the movie for me. Is that there's I, straight up no reason for her to be there and no reason for her to know about Tony or anything. Like, yes and no. He so, doesn't. He doesn't even do some typical Iron Man bullshit of like, oh, I sent out a signal, but nobody's no, ever going to hear it or blah blah blah. No, that's not what I'm. What I gathered is the end credit scene was before her going out to space to go get Tony is they had Rocket there, and Rocket knows that the Benatar 
is on Titan or that's where they're going. He's like, hey, I might have friends here. Look for this ship. And he could have been like, can you go out, go out there and look for them? Like, find them. And so she goes, okay, sure. Grab them. All right. I guess, because I we guess, didn't I guess see presumably that, speaking, like, we this is after clip. the post credit scene yes. in, in Captain Marvel. Because like in Civil War, we saw the end credit scene to, I can't remember which one. Uh, where Sam and Bucky or Sam and Cap are talking about Bucky, who's clamped down. Yeah, and we see that same scene in Civil War. We didn't see that scene in Endgame, and what which I was really surprised about because they yeah. kind of had had a habit of doing that. Which for a is while. why I'm thinking, okay, Carol shows up first, then they go, hey, try to find this ship on in this direction of Titan. Yeah, headed back towards Earth, and then she happens to run into it. Because if you watch the frame, you can see this tiny glowing light in the distance before it shoots to Tony's zoomed-in face. And then as it's coming in, it gets brighter. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally picked up on that. And, and the fact that it was Carol that grabbed him, that's always been my presumption as how, as to how he was going to get were, back. I only had two plausible theories. One was um, Carol picks him up, and the other one was, you know, the, it's literally in the name, a Rescue. You know, like we know, we know. My um, other thing Pepper, I wanted. Pepper's superhero person persona is rescue. The other fan of an Iron Man of Iron Man that I am is I would have liked to have seen a callback to Tony being trapped in a cave, no other solutions, him figuring his way out. Yeah, and getting it done. The problem with that is is that um, from a storytelling perspective, I, it's okay it, how it worked out because it brings Carol back into the fold for a well, minute. It does, it does. And the problem with Tony having to figure it out is. He's on board of a ship that has tech that's beyond, beyond him. What he's done, on not even that the too. Like that—that's another thing that it's like. Um, he's he's saying he, like he says in the the monologue or whatever. Like we managed to reverse the polar ionizers or whatever. Like to, to provide you know four more minutes of power or something like that. Yeah, but that was that was him and him and Nebula, and yeah. Nebula is like fucking mostly robot at this point. Yeah, so. but I'm Nebula just saying like could know it. I, I wouldn't even say that the tech is beyond him. It's just like. Tony he needs... just doesn't have the time to figure it all out. Like, yeah. I guess that's my my point. And, and you yes, know, when it comes down to it, he I needs mean, he needs resources. Like, if those fucking idiots in the cave hadn't bought him palladium, like, would we have Iron right. Man? Yeah, in, right. Uh, in a, in the Avengers, there was he no there was what? no parts to a Jericho missile on the, learned, on that ship. So. He learned gamma radiation. He yeah. mastered gamma radiation in what twenty four hours? Yeah, like uh, uh, straight up, Tony Stark is probably the smartest character so, we have in the MCU. So he could have figured fact, out. Well, if, he figured if, out time travel in about twenty minutes, and yeah. he had twenty two days to figure out the Benatar. So I mean, well, I mean, he drew a Mobius strip. So of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so th- I think the next place to go here is um, so you know we got the a lot of Thanos. the band back together, but we did we didn't get Tony on board, uh, and so here's one of the theme- themes that I was thinking. I was like, well, this plan's gonna fail because all the Avengers have to be there. Like that that's that's the that's the one in the 14 million or whatever is all the Avengers get together somehow. Can I? Um, yeah, actually, I want to expound on that just just a little bit because I was watching the first Avengers movie, um, the other day. Uh, and, I, and as I was watching, I was like, man, this is what's so different about Marvel and how they, they do their ensemble movies versus like, you know, a BVS or a Justice League or anything like that. Yeah. And because um, it no was CG it, it stash was, in this one. Well, it was one scene in particular that really set it off to me. And that is Avengers one is the first time that they had ever come together as the Avengers as a team. 
Mm-hmm. And like, there's just little things that they do when they're fighting the uh, the Chitari warriors. One is Cap was running in on the ground. The Iron Man Tony, Tony comes in from the other side, and Cap just holds up a shield, and Iron Man hits him with Drops a laser down and just, real quick. And just you know, like, around Iron the Man hole. doesn't even stick around. He's there for like what two seconds? Yeah, and then and then takes off and does something else. But it's just it's it's little pieces like that where it's like oh, and then you they're have, a cohesive team. And then you have Thor and Hulk on top of the Worm Chitari. Yeah, you know, cracking skulls. And you've got yeah, yeah. And there's there's all sorts of these different little components, and and they're put together smartly. Whereas it seems like other franchises, it's like well, they have to fight each other. Yeah, for like at least. At least ninety minutes of your of your hundred and twenty, and then they can come together at the end. Well, they, I mean, we did have that a little bit in Avengers too, though. But, but like barely, Hulk and did, barely, Hulk, barely. Hulk and Thor fight. Hulk and uh, Thor and everybody else fight. Like, but they Iron had... Man, Iron Man. Uh, 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 it, it says, says you want me to bring the hammer down? Like it wasn't slight. Yeah, yeah. Thor. Thor hits Captain Shield and blows everybody over, and they're like, "Which? Uh, I, okay, like, never mind." Like I want to draw your attention to that moment for a second. Because that shit's gonna pay off in Endgame when oh, we get there. Oh, one hundred, yeah, one hundred fifty percent, tenfold. Um, it, it's yeah. Um, no, you're not wrong. And and actually, you see that repeat itself throughout this franchise. Like um, Ultron. Like the one of my favorite scenes of Ultron is like the first like five minutes when they're um they're rushing um Baron von Strucker's castle. Castle, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like. They're taking things that they'd only barely figured out in the first Avengers movie, and like those things are like old hat now, and they're doing yeah. different things. And they're doing it, yeah. yeah. Um, that's just—it's one of the reasons why this this franchise is twenty-two movies in, and yeah. about to hit twenty-three. Uh, and they didn't know what they were doing. Like Casey and yeah. I, we're watching—we were watching they the beginning. Started out as an independent studio. We, we were watching the beginning. And like the end uh, of Hulk, it's not even a post credit scene. There's no post credit scene in Hulk. It's it's actually um, before the credits, but after the initial story is over, it's like mid an credits, epilogue, mid credit scene. It, not even that. Tony, not there's, even no, that. there's no Tony credits shows at all. Up, yeah. It's when okay. Tony shows up in the bar where um, where Ross is. Yeah, and, drinking an Incredible Hulk. Just and and Tony is like, oh, it smells like booze and cheap cigars. Blah blah blah. I'm recruiting for this thing, and it's like. You find out later on that Tony's not recruiting for anything. Like he's not even maybe eligible for this program. Yeah, you know. Um, so they didn't really know what they were doing even as early as as Incredible Hulk. It was just it was just well, they had a vision. I mean, they they, and they didn't that's quite the thing, know how they were getting to, there yet. Yeah, at least in the early days, they just planted some seeds. Like yeah. if the seeds yeah. didn't grow, fine. As long as the movies right. keep making if, some money if, at the if, box, if they both, can keep doing if it. Both Thor and and Captain America flopped at the box office. I don't know if we got the Avengers. No. Yeah. Uh, so like, ev- ev- like even uh, you know, going back to Iron Man, Iron Man was uh, if it was a success, you know, they got the after credits with Nick Fury. They could go a lot of ways with that, or they could completely ignore it. That could have just been a nice little fan service. Yeah. Same thing when they tie in Incredible Hulk. It, it's just a little little trickle in there, um, and, and then we get to Thor and Thor, Captain America, and then you walk. Uh, Thor, act. I think the stinger was uh, was the Tesseract. No, that was Captain the, America. So the, the stinger from yeah, 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 the right, stinger from right. Iron Man was, was Nick. Was the stinger Nick from talking Hulk. to Tony. The stinger from Hulk wasn't really a stinger. It was it was, it the was epilogue Tony, with Tony, to, Tony and, yeah, and, and Ross. Ross. Thor, I think the epilogue to, uh, actually the actual stinger to Hulk was Hulk gaining some control over. Uh, oh, uh, Iron Man two. Iron Man two is the next movie, and the stinger for it was the um, was the hammer in the desert. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, then Thor. Thor. What did they sting in that one? God 
Damn it. It wasn't the Tesseract? It wasn't. No, that was Captain America. That's got to be Thanos then. No. No, Thanos, Thanos was the Thanos was of Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I can't remember what the Stinger to Thor was. Okay. I'll have to come back to it. Anyway, um, so let's get back into the movie for a second. So th- th- this is another, you know, big, like, this is where I was like, wow, I really don't know where we're fucking going with this movie. Um, so they, they, they meet, uh, they meet Thanos. Thanos is, you know, hung up his armor, literally and metaphorically. Um, and he's just chilling out in his garden planet that he made with another snap of the gauntlet. Keep in mind, he's cooking. Yeah, he's cooking. I don't think in he a made t-shirt. It. Huh? I don't think he made it. He did. Like, like they hinted at that. Like they, and that's how they found the planet was like, uh, he didn't make the planet. He made the like the surface of it be the way he wanted it. No, the, no, 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 no. no, no. no. They, the they reason... found the planet because he used the stones again. Yeah, he used the stones again. He used the stones to destroy the stones again. Yeah, okay. All right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and so Thanos gives that speech. You know, the stones are gone. You can't have them because I destroyed the stones. Um, that follows with the thing that we learned. Um, he destroys the stones with the stones. But, you know, even then, like, we get a pretty badass scene. And, like, I think Carol's the game changer here because um, here they pretty easily overpower him. Um, they chop the gauntlet right off his hand. Like, Thor comes so, in and chops the gauntlet off. No big deal. Carol comes in, bull rushes him, knocks him on his ass. And then you have uh, the Hulkbuster grab his arm. Yeah. Thor and Carol Danvers has him around the neck. Cap's holding his other side. Thor chops off his arm. They question him. And then... Eddie's right. Well, What is it? It is the Tesseract. It's, it is? It's the After scene with... Thor? It's, it's, it's Fury yeah, and right, Selvig, where Fury's recruiting Selvig to work on the Tesseract. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, I was thinking it's where Loki shows no, I just, up. I like it that I was right. Was just I was thinking there. it's where Loki shows up. <laughs> So anyway, um, chops his arm off, and I'm like, "Well, how does well, Thanos get out of this up. one?" Oh, then yeah, you are right. Never mind. Yeah. So anyway, w- it, back in the movie, like Thor, um, you know, chops his arm off, and I'm like, "Well, f- but he doesn't fuck. say anything." Thor doesn't say anything. He just yeah. says, "I destroyed all the stones," and then he says, "Thank you, daughter. Maybe I was too yeah. harsh on you." And whack, done. And then you just see Nebula what did you standing just do? there with purple blood on her purple face. Purple blood on her face. My, my favorite actually was uh, for that scene. Not my favorite part of that scene, but one, one of the best parts of that scene was uh, somebody. I can't remember. I think it was Rhodey. Rhodey. Just, yeah, it was Rhodey. It was Rhodey. He goes, what did you just do? And, and Thor. I went for the head. Yeah, I went for I the went head. I went for the head. Yeah. And then he walks out. And then it was just. And then probably one of the most impactful scenes of the whole goddamn movie. Fade to black. Five. Five years later and it happened even no uh it, it was even slower than that like that five appeared on the screen in like days weeks months where are we at here guys and then, and then boom. it's years it, it happened so slowly this is such a brilliant choice like it's such it a took brilliant, like three brilliant seconds choice. between each one yeah it was a very long pause between each it gave you enough time so you could sit there on the edge of your seat going well how long was it and then it, that years appears and i was like holy fucking shit um later and then we go to the present i think that's where, where we get that scene with uh cap um cap's doing the support group thing with joe, with, russo. With joe russo yeah uh that was a very good scene too like and again we're still in the very very bleak part of this because when when thor hits thanos with the axe in infinity war it's this like triumphant moment it's it's one of the, like instantly hype moments of the movie for me um when he fucking beheads him in uh, uh end game it's like 
well, that was actually just kind of sad. Like, you know, like, we're, where do we we're go all, from here? We're all fucked. I don't know what this movie is going to be now. Um, so that, that was a very good scene. And then we go to this support group sort of meeting. And it's, it, this is another thing that I think was interesting. Um, it is, this is, I think the first time that we see a homosexual anything in the MCU. Yeah. Um, so it, there's a support group and it's, it, the, a guy starts with like, I was on a date, uh, or we went on a date and, uh, he didn't start crying until or he started crying by the time we had salads. And he said, you know, it took me until, you know, the dessert came. Um, because they're all adjusting to the life in the snap and half of everybody's gone that they and know and love. And, you know, there's nobody basically that's not walking around sad all the time. So you've seen this guy this later on this week, like it's still continuing. They're moving on. Yeah. They're, they're trying to move on, but they're still very much rooted in like the, the past, the current, you know, situation. So that, that, that scene also had included a cameo by the artist for the infinity gauntlet. Yep. I was, uh, yeah. Jim Starlin. Yeah. Finally, he got credited for that. And, a cameo. Yeah, dude dude drew one of the most iconic comic book covers in history at this point now that now that this franchise has gone that direction. Yeah. Um it's funny because 5 6 years ago, um the Infinity Gauntlet even the number 1 was in 25 cent bins. Mm. Damn. Like not 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 a lie. Like be- between 5 and 10 years ago like this was something really? that you could pick up you know, for a buck an issue or less. And now well, what that, it... that actually isn't super surprising. Cause I, I do think I remember the infinity gauntlet series being a big deal, but by this point, like basically everybody and their mother had seen it. So, um, so it, yeah. was, it wasn't even that like, it just like the comic book itself was not nearly as impactful as, as they wanted it to be. And they, they, they did massive runs of it and it didn't sell out. And so they, they had just like scads of it. it. It wasn't like secret wars where they just did a normal print run of it. And they're like, Oh fuck, we don't have enough of this. Yeah, like, we hit lightning in a bottle. Yeah, um, so there was just a ton of it out there, and so the fact that like the Marvel Studios slash Disney at this point are, was we're like, just like this we're is, going this with is the, the Infinity Saga. Go. Yeah, you know, and I don't even I don't know if we knew that as early as even Phase One. I knew the Tesseract no, we was didn't. something, but I don't. I I think it was just something. I think in fact they could have gone with we Cosmic Cube from that point. Yeah, we if didn't they figure. To. I don't think that we thought of the the Infinity Stones until the end of the first Avengers movie. No, uh, I and mean, we I, saw the teaser of Thanos, and yeah. we were like, "There we go. This is where we go." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I think that's like. The, I mean, that's the earliest visual evidence we have. I mean, we don't know yeah. what was going on in the writers' rooms or anything like no. that. But I don't know that this was ever like the overall plan. If um, it was, holy shit. Yeah, so um, I think the next place we go in the movie after that is the, sort of the ready room with uh, Natasha. Natasha oh, talking, talking to, to hologram people. Using when, when, the same technology as the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Council. Yeah, I like that. Um, that was pretty cool. And and her council, of course, is Rocket, Rhodey, um, Carol, Okoye. and uh, Okoye. Um, I kind of liked, liked when Cap you know showed up when she was crying and was like i'd offer to make you dinner but it seems like you're already feeling bad enough <laughs> feeling pretty miserable and she was yeah. crying and she starts laughing i love that yeah, yeah that that was super good um, that, that relationship to me between between natasha and cap um which really came into fruition during winter soldier winter, yep um i mean that that is where the relationship happens i think I've, I've without winter soldier it. we wouldn't have this which is another reason why it's probably still one of my favorite if not it's definitely top three like, for me. If you had anybody else walk into that room and say something like that, it wouldn't have meant as much. Well, and it meant something. It meant something at the time because when they hit Civil War and she was initially on the side of Iron the Man. Accords, like halfway through, she's like, "You know what? Like, 
I've been with this guy. I know how this guy thinks. There's a reason why he's opposed to it. And that's probably the direction I'm going. You know, and then she ends up, you know, zapping Black Panther so that they can But see, there's part of me that's like, she's been a double agent before. Why wouldn't she do it now? Because because you can't do that to Cap. And I I think the... Well, no, I think she was always on Cap's side. I don't think she was. I think it, it, I think in the onset, I think she really did feel like like they needed management. Mm. Mm. And I that, can see why. Well, she's because well, she's a field agent. She's always taken orders. Yeah. So the idea that there's some kind of oversight, some a directive, kind of, a directive, something to work toward. That's that's what she's always done. Whereas Cap, his his opinion was well, moral. I need to do what I need to do because that's what I need to do, not because you tell me to do it. Or not to do because it. I feel I need to do it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, this is also the debut of Carol's haircut, which I gotta be honest, I was not a fan of. I actually like really it, dug it. It's more comic. I dug it. It's comic accurate, but it, I don't. That's, I don't that's like why it. I dug it. I, I don't, I don't like know it. necessarily that it suits Brie Larson. Um, but I thought I, she looked better with shorter hair no, than longer Brie, hair. Captain Marvel, that movie, Brie Larson was adorable in it, and and I'm not like again. Not to sound misogynistic, but she was fucking adorable in that movie and charming as fuck. And I don't think we podcasted really much since no, we watched. No, we Captain haven't. Marvel Marvel. Either. Yeah, um, that movie actually falls flat for for me. It it was it was not okay. Here's my thought on it. I think it was probably exactly what it needed to be. Ex- yeah. Before Endgame. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, give you that. But still, as a as a whole, like that's one of my low rewatch priorities. It doesn't have to. Well, it doesn't have to be a. Um, I'm, I don't know. Anyway, let's get back it, to Endgame. I, I think I think of it as I as as I think like Thor and Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. Like I think it needed to be there in order to kind of set things up. I don't necessarily know that it needed to be there to set up Endgame, but it needed to be there to set something up that I think will pay off later on. I'll give you like, that. Like yeah, it, so, it was it was no Black Panther in the standards. It, of it like needed to be there, but like being, I would have liked if it were a little bit better of a movie. Much in, in much total. like Solo, a Star Wars story. I think it yeah. answered questions that didn't necessarily need answered. Some of that, yeah, some of that, but exactly. I just, there, there are storytelling aspects of that movie that were weak for me. Um, I would have liked, I would have liked to see Coulson a little bit more in it. Same. Uh, but I, 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 I think I, I was telling think you this with I the Captain Marvel Coulson movie was like, there was a lot of, uh, people that I wish would have had some more time. Yeah. Than yeah. not. Anyway. I, I I don't want to railroad this discussion, but we are two and a half hours in, boys, and we still probably conservatively have an hour more of discussion to go. Conservatively, so Endgame. What? what? Uh, Endgame was the movie we were watching. Oh, you guys yeah. saw Endgame? Yeah, was it good? we saw Endgame. It, it was good. Dumbledore oh. dies at the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Natasha Council. Um, there's that whole that whole chestnut, it, and it is basically. Like, did anybody like, notice? Uh, there's how... nothing we can do, so just fuck off already for a while. Yeah. Okay. Did anybody notice how Carol told Rhodey, "Be careful." And yeah. There was like a long pause. Because in the comics, her and Rhodey are a thing. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, Noise. I did. I did really. Oh, this is the first. This is the first glimpse we get of uh, Ronan. We're coming up on Ronan. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be confused. Wait, Ronan. The accuser. This is Ronan. The oh, this is just Ronan. Jedi um, ripoff. Hawkeye Ronan. Hawkeye Ronan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it turns out he's not happy um, that his family died and a bunch of scumbags didn't. This isn't the first time we <laughs> see him though. In the in the council, 
roadie waits by and he's like yeah yeah no that's she talks about him this, yeah this, th- this that's is the scene that kind of leads into this this whole thing yeah they don't talk about it when the council's there um everybody else goes away and roadie's still there and he's and like, he's like uh, hey, we're tracking some, your boy some, some it goes to ant-man after that it goes to the van shortly after yeah we yeah. do see ant-man yeah but we saw that in the trailer yeah <laughs> Like, I liked, um, uh, okay, so, anyway, the, the, we get an idea about what Ronan's been up to, um, through that conversation with Carol, and then we do go to the van, and Ant-Man gets out. Thank fuck for that rat. Like, if that rat was, like, busy that day, or whatever, like, the universe is still over. Yeah. Like, if that rat had been like, you know what, actually, I don't really want to walk on this, like, weird keyboard thing, I want to go get some cheese over here. I really, I really dead. enjoyed, I really enjoyed okay. the fact that, uh, that it took Paul Rudd, who plays... A street smart but not book smart guy to solve the problems of the universe. Like, I, yeah, I think yeah. My, my favorite part is when Doctor Strange had to watch 14 million different per- permutations of the possible uh, possible outcomes, and I'd guess 373,472 of those were that ant stepping on the wrong button, or that the, 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 the rat, the rat stepping on the wrong button. Yeah, you gotta wonder. You gotta wonder about yeah. that. That's another subtlety that I liked is that it wasn't something that got. They could have they could have definitely Deus Ex Machina that a lot more if they wanted to, I'm but instead they were just, just like, nope, random chance. Oh, life also, is so random that this rat just happened to hit the right button. Guys, we got to be careful here because if we tell them what happens, it won't happen. Yeah, but then you can't see it on the podcast. I'm holding up one finger. <laughs> yeah, um, you look slowly. One. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so Ant-Man comes back. That is another, like, this first act of the movie, this first, like, uh, I don't know. I, I break it up into probably three sections in my head. Um, but this first part of the movie, it's just more bleakness. Like, um, Ant-Man wandering around through town trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because he was, he was not there for the snap. He does not know what's going on. Um, right. going this, to search the memorial. Finding his name on the board. Yeah. Yeah. The memorial, I think, was amazing. He was looking for Cassie. But he found himself. And another, and another thing, like, you know, it's it's pretty quickly, like, after that, he goes and meets Cassie again. And on the one hand, you're like, oh, thank, thank God, Cassie made it. Um, but on the other, because like that would absolutely destroy him. On the other hand, she's like 15. But on the other hand, yeah, that 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 makes me stop and think about the realities of this world of like five years of age, and he does not know his daughter anymore. And like at this point, this is like subtle foreshadowing, I think, for how we end with this movie, because there's a lot of things I want to talk about with the end of this movie, but um. The status quo has not returned. Like in much the same way, in the way that you want to think of like, oh, the the bad guys are defeated. In the end, everything's fine. It's not really the case. You know, like when Peter Parker goes back to high school, there's still going to be a lot of classmates missing because they're like fucking 25 now. Well, that's okay. So I have questions about that later on because yeah. Yeah. Um, we definitely see him go to, to high school at, later on mm-hmm. and Ned's there and mm-hmm. Ned's crying, mm-hmm. uh, which which leads you to believe that Ned didn't get dusted. Yeah, so has Ned been like a fucking junior so for like the last eight years or is, whatever? Is Ned like a like a college intern uh, who's a, just a doing super like senior? He's he's doing college credit like by volunteering to the high school. Yeah, like he's um, been through the whole so, snap why, for five years and then um Why he, is he still single arm in the backpack? I don't know. you know, you it, it makes you wonder. So Ned Ned, Ned like goes and buys Peter beers on the weekend now because they're old and he's like yeah actually uh you don't please don't Peter's, tell people about Peter's this still dealing with the PTSD list. so Ned's getting him his his shit yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things Before about that we get <laughs> into that shit uh we had Ronan right we we did see Ronan 
Ronan comes into Japan and him meeting Natasha in the rain. I mean, he killed a bunch of people first. He did, but <laughs> that was cool. Somebody but the would... symbolism is he kind of saved Natasha from her bloodthirst in Budapest. Yeah, yeah. I, I was listening to that. Well, it's and not she even kind of takes him out. Of his... See, that's that's I wrong too, because I don't think bloodthirst is the right mark thing with Natasha. With Natasha, Natasha I think just thing has was been trained as a to kill. As an yeah, she was a, she was a straight up contract killer, and I think there was no rhyme or reason for the reason she killed. And so when she said she's got red in her ledger, it's because well, she paid. She, she killed. Got paid. Like, yeah, that, that was the deal. She got she killed a bunch of people, and she ultimately realizes that it's wrong. Uh, um, now and that's her redemption arc. But for this one, like, I don't necessarily like. Ronan did a lot of fucked up shit. Uh, um, I don't necessarily know it was wrong. But yeah, I'm not. I'm saying like, oh I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you went and killed a bunch a bad of bad person, guys. You whatever. Need to die. Like, like, so the deal for me is like, it's not heroic. If like, I lost my family because all of a sudden half the population was just gone, but then there were still fucking like gang lords and drug dealers out there, I'd be like, no, fuck these guys. Like, yeah. they're gone too. Like, I get, like, I, I entirely yeah. get his motivation, and I think that that was totally fine. Um, I what I think was interesting was like the um, there's there's a theme here that ties in with Thor, which is that um. He's not doing bad things, but he's not doing heroic things. Um, so like Thor killing Thanos, just beheading him, cold blood execution. I don't blame him, but is it heroic? Uh, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like when the U.S. invaded Iraq and then we, we executed Saddam Hussein. Like, I mean, sure, the guy's dead now. And yeah. I mean, was, we've he, still done that, but he, he was a prick. Um, but I don't necessarily know that it had to happen in order. <laughs> for the world to be right yeah exactly and the same thing is is equally or more true i think with like the whole thing with ronan and, um, and, and i'm not pro saddam hussein i don't want anybody listening to this podcast to think that i think that's very pro i think hussein. probably <laughs> he's trying pro. to make sure it doesn't get out the yeah. the, the problem the problem with he's eliminating no the point. problem with eliminating somebody like saddam hussein is that is that um a power lack of vacuum. power creates a vacuum and somebody will fill that 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 void as we have seen okay we're getting way out of our fucking territories um, here yeah let's but, um, there, there was, game. there was, there was no power vacuum on the Thistle planet. That no. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I, it, maybe, maybe there was, maybe the Thistles took over after. We we bring Ronan back into the fold, and that's because at this point, um, we skipped over. But Ant Man has told Natasha that he thinks he can do time travel. Um, they play around with that again, again, because he was like, uh, and then they show up. At, I don't know how to tell you this, guys, but. We can do this. Yeah. We can do time travel. I don't know how. So on and so forth. We need somebody that knows this. First person they show up to, Tony Stark. They show up to Tony's place. And Tony wants none of it. Tony's Here, like here's my thing, man. This is this is a moment like This where, is the part where I was team team Iron Man because I was like, you know what? Yeah. I totally fucking get it as a parent, like no. He's just washing yeah. dishes and having a family well, and like, like doing his own thing. He's like, look, I understand things are fucked up for like literally half the people on the planet. If you look at but like, all of the Avengers, good. Tony's the only one other than maybe Banner that made it out okay and made it out on Well, top. Banner had to Banner had to work for it, and I'm not saying Tony didn't work hard, but like but that's the thing lose, with Banner. Banner lose. even goes like Professor Hulk, like he goes like full into like meditation, I'm gonna improve myself mode. Tony's yeah. like same thing. He didn't really lose. Like he lost. Tony didn't lose Pepper. Like he that lost was a bunch of coworkers. Like, he didn't lose Pepper. He got a kid. He got this 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 family life. And he's like, look, I can't lose this. Yeah. I gained something out of this. I can't lose it. Like the fact that you guys want to go back in time and you guys want to reverse some stuff. Yeah, I can't, like I can't risk that, and I can't blame Tony for being. This was also the first conversation where we talked about how Back to the Future isn't real. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um I actually really like this part too. And I think, you know, Matt, we were texting back and forth. And one of the things you said is I think, you know, it's not that you can't appreciate this movie if you're not a parent, but you're going to appreciate it a lot more if you are. Um, oh, yeah. Well, Ryan has a cat now. So close enough. I mean, um, so like when we, when we start, uh, when we start the story with Hawkeye and then we get to this scene, it's like, oh, yeah, I get that. And then there's all the, the these little family scenes with Tony and like, it's amazing what the Russos are able to do with such like I know it's a three hour runtime, but really when it comes down to it, they they just they managed to set up so many things in just such a short amount of time. It was the same way with. It's um, also subtle yet so meaningful. It, it was the same way with like the other movies they've done, like with uh, Civil War. That was the first one where I was like, oh yeah, the Russos can handle an ensemble, like because they managed to do so many amazing things with relatively little screen time. And then we get to Infinity War, and it's like, yeah, everybody still gets to have their moments, and it's still good. Uh, and now we're at Endgame, and it's like again such brevity like that little girl was on screen for maybe three minutes total um but she's one of the standout characters of the movie morgan stark of course um she's one of the standout characters characters of the movie and had some of the most impactful parts um most impactful scenes um and this is the first one where like you know just doing the little bedtime scene i love you 3000 tell me you're not going to be saying that for the next year or two mom told me that's already household vernacular yeah exactly mom told me to come out here to save you yeah exactly um what's that Oh, that's an anniversary present I was making for your mom. Uh, where did you she, find it? In the garage? She, I you were looking I, for it. She we're never wears a ring anyway. Oh, you like yeah. me, oh, you like being in the garage too? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff that they managed to do and just so many small scenes in there. And that's, I think, one of the primary examples of that. Like, you feel so much for this little girl that has maybe two minutes of screen time. Uh, um, and, and, you know, she's automatically... Her and all of the things that she added to this movie, especially, you know, just that line, I love you 3000. Like, that's going to be, I, I oh, guarantee that's already. That's going to be a hashtag. That's everywhere. already something we're going to be saying. I've already started to see like, it. Love you 3000. Like, um, God damn it. So in this, in this particular event, um, this is where, uh, this is where Iron Man, I think, really becomes like the hero I want him to be because, even Pepper says it like, uh, you know, so, so like he goes downstairs and he starts playing with the Mobius strip. He's your, hold on. I want to read your exact quote about Morgan Stark. Because we talked about being a parent. Yeah. And whatnot. And I, you said it didn't help that his daughter was like adorable distilled into human form. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. She is. Um, and the, can we just talk about the chemistry between Tony and Pepper leading up to this moment? Because Pepper has always tried to stop Tony from being Iron Man. And she even says it herself. She's like, that's one of the few failures I've had in my life is stopping you doing something that you need to do. He's like, I can put a pin in it right now. Like, I figured out how to do time travel. But it doesn't have to go further than this. He's room. like, it doesn't. I can stop right now. I'm happy with stopping right now. See, I have a kid. I have you. I'm good. And she's, and she's like, like, but, but you can you be. rest? Yeah. That's the thing. Can you rest with that? And, and that, the was, fact that was that was actually. Yeah. I'm super glad you brought that up because that's good. That's going to be huge. Later. And that was huge because Pepper, it, it was Pepper knowing the man that she married and knowing he can't live with himself, knowing that there's a chance. Well, and look at, look at, look at, look at how Tony reacts when things go awry. Look at Iron Man three. Like that was yeah. one of the things I he really loved about it. that movie. He didn't sleep. No. For like days at a time because like he just didn't know how to deal with what was going on in his head after the battle for New York. New York, yeah. And then going on to Ultron, he's like, look, this is, he has that vision from Scarlet Witch 
And he's like, no, this is inevitable. This is happening. I need to plan for this now. It was like, look, this is pertinent. This needs to happen. And he wouldn't rest on it. And so seeing that come with Pepper and be like, look, you want to go and do this? I support you, but I know what the risk is. I understand. I get it. So, yeah, I mean, this is the first inkling, like, Tony's been making this sort of transition from uh, starting with Iron Man one. Um, he's not quite a hero. Like he's not a he, he's not amoral. But a lot of the things that Tony does in Iron Man one are self interest. Like even the original creation of the Iron Man suit I was self interest. I wouldn't even say it's self interest. I would say that self preservation. But um, yeah. It, well, I mean, z- z- tomato, tomato. No, um, in this but, particular instance, no, I, it's not really I, all I that get different. What, I get what you're saying though, because like he comes he comes back from the desert. And he's essentially giving the speech about how, like, oh, we're not going to make weapons anymore, blah, 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 which seems altruistic. Um, and, and I guess in Tony's mind, it is altruistic, but still at the same time, he's still like kind of the epitome of narcissistic. At that point, like, yes. You yeah. know, like, like he, like Iron Man one is not the hero's journey that people think it is. No, no, nobody like, does. When it gets to the end, when it gets to the end, and he has the chance of humility. What does he do? I'm a, I am an Iron Man. Like and that's, what what is his motivation for doing it right there? N- nothing other than narcissism. Yeah, it's just like that's attention. all. It is. Yeah, like it's, it's just this is going to be fucking cool. It's textbook narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> um, as as we'll find out later on in the series, how yeah. they've done it. You know, Iron Man. Iron Man in Tony Stark. Not recommended. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, um, Iron Man solves time travel. He does that because he makes a 3D model. That's kind of the, the that's a little bit tropey. Um, t- uh, Tony Stark goes down to the basement, makes a 3D model. Uh, boom, done. Mobius strip. Uh, that that solves time travel. Um, I, do wish, I do wish we really got a little bit more of that. I mean, but... I, I, I'm glad they did what they did because in the end, it's just like Star Trek Techno Babble where we're like, well, if we reverse the pole on Poltron polarity or whatever, um, you know, cause but there I mean, is no well, meaningful. It's all about tacky. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's, there's just no meaningful way for them to be like, yeah, we solved time travel and here's any inkling of why it makes any sense. Like, I'm just glad that they're consi- like with time travel, all I want is consistency in your own universe because you're never going to get anywhere close to anything that makes sense. So whatever. I did um, like, I did like the fact that, uh, um, they did talk very specifically and Tony was very, he was like, it doesn't matter. Like you can't, or it was that, was that Hulk? I don't remember. It was a Hulk. Like, it yeah, was it Hulk. was Hulk. He was like, you can't, you can't affect like our current timeline. He's like, it doesn't matter what you change in the past. Like you might create splinter timelines, but you're not going to change what's happening right here. And this now. was after Tony came um, to the Avengers facility. Yeah, and, and, and I, we should mention too here. Um, there's a whole movie in between this point. Um, like the, the I, thank you slash film cast because you planted this uh, situation in my head. But when we get to the part where we talk to Banner, there's a very notable thing we we didn't even mention. We're not talking to Banner, little white guy. We're talking to big green Professor Hulk Banner. Um, this is, this in a is, diner. This yeah, is in funny. a diner. It's it's very much uh very much Attack of the Clones when Obi Wan goes to to the diner to talk to the, the yeah. fat guy. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a joke. anyway uh i it was funny because we were on the way to the theater and i was i was driving and i was talking to casey and i was like so do you think we get to see the hulk in this movie you know because like infinity war was was all oh i mean there was no question we, we saw hulk, see the hulk. We, we saw hulk for like five seconds and then thanos beat his ass down and uh. then we didn't see him again 
Um, and there was this internal struggle, and I was like, "So we got to see the Hulk, right?" And she's so like, "Oh yeah, like he's got to, he's got to get his, his comeuppance." And then, and then, like all of a sudden, we get Professor Hulk, and I yeah. was like, "Oh, well, you were definitely seeing the Hulk because like he's just not not the Hulk anymore." Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was a, you know uh, I think Ryan you said something like this movie is pure fan service, and it's it is in the best way. Like I never oh, yeah. predicted Professor Hulk at all. Uh, um, but that's the movie in between is like, um, uh, Banner goes and finds himself and perfectly merges with the Hulk and, you know, uh, it's amazing. And it's not so, just which this did happen service. in the comic books is, at, and at it's one not point, just, so. And it's not just fan service just to the MCU. It's fan service to the comic books as well. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm like, saying. In like, fact, he was, uh, he was, I believe, gosh, when did Marvel do the X-Men Onslaught series? Because, uh, fuck, I don't because remember. Hulk was part of that and that was like late 90s. Um, and he was, he was, he had Banner's intelligence, but 96, maybe. Yeah. I'm also, there. I'm, I'm super happy about this particular scene too, because it's another chance for levity. Like at this point in the movie, we're in a very dark place. Everything sucks. And, and meanwhile, you know, Ant-Man shows up again and we get this tiniest little glimpse of hope with the time travel shenanigans. And then they're sitting down and it's like, Oh, can I get a selfie? Yeah. 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 Um, how about with me? You know, I'm Ant-Man. Oh, just fuck it. Just take your goddamn phone. <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, wait, like, no. I, no, that's okay. Nobody knows who Ant-Man is. That's fine. That's fine. No, no, they totally want to take you. No, they don't. God damn it. Just take the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, that that was funny, too, uh, because, um, number one, Paul Rudd is amazing as a comedic actor, uh, and that's, I think, part his of what makes Ant-Man work. His unbelievable. Like, I love that and, guy. And his, like, line delivery and stuff like that. But it's also, like, I, I, I was kind of surprised to hear them say, take the goddamn phone in an, in yeah. an MCU movie. Like um, that, but that like again, off. that's where we're um, that's where we're at in this series. Well, so it's like and, fine. And without mentioning specifics, like I was talking to Ryan about this earlier, uh, Captain America is a little bit more okay, fast and loose in this in this movie. But yeah, I it think hasn't that's in years past as well. But I think that's because that's what Thanos pushed him to be. Well, I think no, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I, I definitely feel like that's that's it's it, it's environmental pressures and and also life events that that have made. Captain yeah. America be a little bit more edgy it about things. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, this is where I'm at. This is what needs to happen. And, and you, and you get to see him play those roles. Um, those, those separate roles, like old Captain America versus current Captain America during this movie. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Like, and, even the line, let's go whatnot, get that but, son of a bitch. Like in the first five minutes of the film. Well, just the whole idea of whatever it takes. Like that was, yeah. that was Casey, like took that from the trailer. And she's like, Oh, I don't know if I like that. Because <laughs> that's not the cap yeah. I'm used to. No, and he's not the cap you're used to. No, but so, that actually maybe leaned to from, one of the big things from in Infinity the movie. War. Yeah. We don't trade lives to whatever it takes. You, exactly. Do what so, you got to do. Uh, yeah. All right. So Professor Hulk, um, and then we get that great scene between Ant Man, Professor Hulk, and Natasha, where they are working through the time travel, and it's like, um, I peed myself. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man sure goes baby between me ages. Or old me. <laughs> maybe it was just me. Maybe, maybe it was just me. Yeah, uh, that's such a beautiful scene. And, and then Tony shows up and he's like, um, did, did you turn him into a baby? And he's like, yeah, that's because you're running the time through th- through him or something. Yeah, you didn't through you're, push you're him through time. time. You pushed time through, through him. him. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was great. dangerous. So the, the short story is like they figure out the MacGuffin uh, um, and they decide, you know, time travel is the way okay. to go. Before that, Tony gets out of the car, talks to him about oh, yeah, the time get, and the whatnot. Shield, the shield. Yeah. And he goes... Here, this is for you. And hands cap his his old shield. 
Yeah. And he's like, I made this. Um, it's not a pop filter. Nobody else gets one. I need to give it to you before. My dad made it for you. Yeah. Before before Morgan takes it out. Yeah. That is the shield. It's not. I made it. It's my favorite. It's yours. Yeah. So I hate resentment. We're in the end game. It's toxic. Oh, let's get over you know our what? differences. Uh, and let's I, see I love. Are we getting the whole pot on that? Because we, we had to bet beforehand. Who says it first? <laughs> that happened right there. Like, and yeah. that, was, that was definitely Wait, was yeah. a, a very. Do I win anything? I hope so. Of, um, we still like don't money. agree on. Some All right, so we go now. We're five years later, and of course, we go visit our hero Thor because that's one of the ones that's missing. And they're in New Asgard, and of course, we run into Valkyrie first. And Valkyrie's like, "Love, yeah, no, just chill." Can I just tell you? Oh yeah, she's amazing. Uh, we run into Valkyrie, and Valkyrie's like, yeah, uh, I don't know you're going to want to talk to him. He's, he's not going to see you. Yeah. And so he does see them, and he's basically Lebowski. <laughs> but he only sees them because he thinks they might be here to fix the cable. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> While they traveled into New Asgard on a tr- in the back of a truck, Rocket and Hulk. Right. Yeah. I, that yeah. was a good scene in and of itself. It's also hilarious. Bottoming out the entire yeah. way there. Yeah, um, but they, like they knock on the door. So, oh, hey, are you here to fix the cable? Cinemax has been out for weeks now. Uh, that's such a great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I mentioned this to Matt, but... Um, my daughter wasn't super keen on seeing this movie because it's three hours long. She's not really into the MCU. She liked Infinity War okay, but, you know, doesn't care that much. And mainly when she heard it was three hours long, she's like, no, I got other things to do. Um, so <laughs> Have you looked up boarding schools yet? Yeah, but we, we are going to ship her off. Um, so anyway, my, my wife was like, Ellie, Ellie, you, you know you want to see how Infinity War turns out. And, uh, hey, if nothing else, Hemsworth. Um, and, <laughs> and so, like, not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not gay, but like same to be honest, and like so, fair. so. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. So we were watching Dark World last night, and there was a scene. Oh, yeah, there was a scene where Natalie Portman and Hemsworth were like looking directly at each other, like in the eye. And I look at my wife, and I go, "It's really hard to tell which one of them is prettier, isn't it?" It is. Yeah, it is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so so anyway, my my wife is like, "Ellie, don't don't El, don't worry, Hemsworth." And they're both like, mm, okay. And then we get to the movie and like, uh, we go this big, obviously chunk- Evans is out of the running. Cause like one of the first things you see in this movie is him shaving his, his fucking beard. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one of the, uh, uh, so we get to the movie and, and, uh, um, you know, he, he Thor's in the first bit of the movie. It's kind of dark. And then uh, we fast forward and, and then, you know, Thor shows up again and he's fucking fat. It looks like a tub of melted ice cream, I believe is the, I think that's what yeah. Rocket said. Ooh, that's yeah. What Rocket said. Um, I think, I think one of my favorite parts of this is, uh, anybody who's listened to this podcast, uh, probably knows that I don't think any of the, the three around this table have any respect for the, 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 the video game Fortnite. No, no. <laughs> and, and so I think what really, really put the scene over the, over the edge was not only was Thor fat, but like he's sitting there. And, and he's, he's hanging out with Korg and Meek and, and Korg is just full on like, headset on everything like playing Fortnite. <laughs> hey yeah. Thor, can you can you come tell this guy off? Um he so he's, he's, yeah. he's back he's, on the screen again. He's back on the screen. He's talking about having sex with my mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a great li- like this is one of those things that like you could not you could spoil this movie for a lot of people and they wouldn't ever believe you. No. Like, yeah. No. Um and and the, and the great thing about that is is Cory's not wrong. Mhm. And it's been it's been listed Several places like people that play Call of Duty, um, all those, all those, you know, FPS oh, games. They, Online they, bullying is intense. Well, in gaming. And, and they and they talk about how Fortnite's the best thing that ever happened to like games like you know Call of Duty and whatnot because 
all the 12 year olds that talk about fucking your mother now play Fortnite. Yeah. Know, because it's free. Um, and so Call of Duty is now safe, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that was, that was really entertaining to me. Um, the fact that, that, uh, Thor had to get on the headset and, you know, basically threaten this kid, threaten, threaten this kid. Oh yeah, go get your father. I'll just bludgeon him too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I love that scene. It's, it's another good, you know, sub- subversion because up until this point, like, Thor, especially in the last movie, Thor was the big bad. Thor, not the big bad, but he was the WMD. Like, oh he, yeah. Like when Thor appears in Wakanda, like that's still in remains Stormbreaker. Will always yeah. will always be one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. And and really, had he gone for the head, we wouldn't be where we are. Yeah, we nope. we we'd be done. Um, and so it's another thing where like I actually kind of like it's comedic and it's funny, but it's also sad and pathetic. And I get that because like Thor thinks basically at this point it's all his fault because he had a shot and he missed. Well, like, and, yeah. and 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 I think that plays really well in the scene because as as funny as it is, you know that Thor's all fat and you know big Lebowski. He's not wrong though. Um, like, that's the thing. He's not wrong. Well. There's definitely some PTSD going on, you know, like because yeah. as soon as as soon as Hulk mentions the name Thanos, Thanos, he changes. Korg is like, "Ooh, yeah, uh, we don't say that name in this house." Yeah, you um, know, yeah, which is another symptom of like the the just sheer mental damage that Thor's working and, through. And Thor's obviously drunk, you know, and he and he gets real serious. And he's like, "Oh, oh, anybody else in this house kill Thor or kill Thanos?" Yeah, yeah you know, like <laughs> it's, it's like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like the scene. I think it's a good setup for where Thor goes in this movie. Just in general, it, it, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. But it's also like it's fun. But when you stop and think about it for like a second, like it is it, like even as I'm watching the scene, I'm like, oh yeah, this is funny. But also, it's terrible. Did like, he kill? Did I mean? Did he kill? Did he call Rocket Rabbit in this movie? Because I didn't. I don't notice think it. he did. I think. I don't think basically all the Asgardians did. Did they? Yeah, I think so. I think I read that. I I, I don't recall for sure, oh, but no. I do see, seem to remember the them. Asgardians when they were chasing Rocket through uh, Asgard when they were in Thor: The Dark World. They said, "Catch that rabbit." Okay, that was the only time it was. I'm gonna mentioned. have to. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Um, yeah, which probably will I caught that. I caught week, that on my but... second viewing. No, no, no. no. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch he's it talking about one. in the flashback, like when when they yeah, go yeah. through time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. I uh no I but I, no, mean, he, I mean I'm probably Thor, gonna see Endgame again. This Thor week. himself yeah, okay. he didn't call him Rabbit. Thor himself he never called him Rabbit. Because that right. was one of my favorite parts of of Infinity War was. I don't know. think he called him Rabbit. At all. Uh okay so moving on. All right, um, Fat Thor. Fat Thor. So we get the band back together. They work out their plan. They're gonna go back in time. Uh, that's very. I, fun. I love that they had a, uh, a a time suit that fit Fat Thor. <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, we're going to do some alterations on that. We'll get back to you. Um, or Rhodey for that instance with his armor. Yeah. Well, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to probably bring in Fantastic Four sometime pretty soon and be like, well, that's because the suits are made of unstable molecules. So. Some shenanigans. So, yeah. um, a- actually, smart. here's the thing that I want you all to think about for a second. We've, we've got a clear in for mutants and Fantastic Four in this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where do we go from here? We actually do the time jumps. I think um, we yeah. go back to there's we do a, there's the a test few run with Hawkeye. We did do the test run with Hawkeye where he goes and hears, yeah, that's, that's hears his bit. family almost sees them and then yeah. gets pulled back before he actually gets yeah, a chance to. But he brings back like, the baseball glove, which is proof that he yeah. was there. You can do it. 
you yeah. can bring stuff back. So, which is not necessarily proof because it really just means they sent him to his farm. It doesn't necessarily mean yeah, they, they sent him at the right time. Hard, but they were like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, let's um, not overthink it. It worked. And yeah. I, okay, so now flashback order. I don't remember exactly which order we're going to go in. The first one that's so, raised mine is when they go to the Guardians planet. No, nope. no, Avengers, nope. Avengers, New York, 2012. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right, we went yeah. to the battle for New York because that was where there was multiple uh, that was, stones. So yeah, oh, you know, back what? to that when they were planning that, seeing this moment with Nebula, but that'll be a little bit later. They were talking about where all the stones were. They said, "Okay, well, this the power stone is here. Time, the reality stone is here." Okay, where is Doctor Strange and where is the time stone? Well, it's in New York. Oh, shit. Okay, there's three stones at one point in New York. Yeah. Holy Because crap. as far as we know, the time stone has been in at uh, and Sanctum Sanctorum yeah. for however long. Like, we don't know. And since Doctor Strange, everyone's wondering, why didn't they help in New York? If that was where one of the stations are, why haven't they? why didn't they help? Well, we find out that they actually did. I like to because when they're like, okay, everybody knows the plan. All right. Uh, all right, Banner, get out there and maybe smash a little. And he goes out oh, and he's just like, seems a little gratuitous. Seems a little gratuitous. And he just kind of rawr. lamely sort of raw. I, I love how embarrassed he was because he saw himself yeah. Yeah. smashing this stuff and he's like, oh man. It's just like seeing a high school photo. You're like, please don't look. I, I like the I like the meta commentary of that line too. Like, seems a little gratuitous. Like that that's a that's a meta like fourth <laughs> oh. wall break. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, like he might as well have been Deadpool in that particular moment. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, we go through the whole shenanigans there. Um, there's there's another thing that I think was really really fun about this scene, which was the elevator scene. Oh God. Oh man. So I, I loved it. Bailey and I talked about this earlier too. Um. The MCU has set themselves up so perfectly for possibly doing a Secret Empire storyline if they ever yep. wanted to yep. with Cap because they have him on film now. Saying, giving, giving the line. Hail that, that was a very, very fan service line too. Um, not to mention, um, which we'll talk about this later on, but like the end of the movie, um, kind of is how the Secret Empire storyline kicked off. And again, I'm I'm not going to go into specifics right now. When we get to the end, we'll 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 talk about that. But uh, I'm excited for what can happen. I don't know yeah. what will. Um, and honestly, I have so much confidence in this franchise right now that it almost doesn't even matter what movie they decide to do next. Because like honestly, when they were like, "We're going to do Guardians," I was like, "That's the worst comic book Marvel has ever done." <laughs> <laughs> and and then it's it's one of my favorites of the entire franchise. Oh, it, so. it is straight up like um, the underdog of the series for lots of reasons. But anyway, um, yeah, where are we at? Can I just say how much I love we're time traveling that they time traveling, went yeah. into the time travel, and I got to see scenes from movies. See, it, in a different angle and perspective. I, I like going they like, it's, it's no like watching the alternate takes. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. It's like they spared no expense for those things because they literally reshot those scenes, I think. Like they they literally reshot those scenes oh, from different they angles. They absolutely did. Because oh, yeah. you know, like they, there's a lot of easier ways they could they could have gone. They could have gone like reshoots, they could have gone like blurry background sort of scenarios. Well, they got they got Hiddleston back. 
Here was a beautiful to do the end game. They did oh, they got cut. everybody back. Fucking everybody got, was in this they movie. Got, yeah, Natalie Portman came back. They spared no expense. It's, uh, Rene Russo. Like they, I did, they got people back to do this yeah. stuff. Rene obviously had a bigger part Robert in the movie, Redford but Robert for, Redford came uh, back. I heard Natalie Portman actually was just scenes from the Dark World. They reused. Like they may not have actually gotten her back. <laughs> she was uh, credited. No, yeah. she was. She was credited. I mean, I'm just saying um, that doesn't necessarily mean she was in the movie. That means she got paid for her. I really hope she's uh, not so stuck up she couldn't do it. But anyway, yeah, it would be really sad. Um, um, I don't think she was. I think she actually did it because I, I saw her on the red carpet. I, yeah, she was there. A lot of people show up for the red carpet. Doesn't mean they did anything. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Um, um, and and again, I won't take that away from her. I I I, I think she was there because I I there was. Well, the scene with Rock, when she gets out of the bed, that wasn't in Dark World. Okay, so I just, I so, do want to say, like, Hulk ate stairs. Like, that well, was a very good scene. I liked it so that much. Was, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and even more, like, goes back to your point of, like, Tony Stark. Where was he at mentally for this first phase and everything else? Because he's not the hero yet. And, like, he's like, elevator's full. Like, get out. Making the same mistake that he made in 1999. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Ar- Aldrich with, Killian. With, with Killian, yeah. Oh, oh sorry, we're full. Fuck. Oh, That's you got a, in. Get That's out. a deep goddamn yeah. cut. Good job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that out. a lot, especially because it supports the thing I said before. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it paid me lip service. Yeah, perfect. Um, so then we, we get uh, we get some shenanigans, and then uh, we, we, we drop the Tesseract, and Loki don't, picks it up and disappears. Forget, don't forget Which Tony checking us. out Cap's ass. Don't yeah. don't forget to check out the Loki series coming to you on Disney Plus this fall. I'm glad we all agree on that, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Disney Plus. Can it, can we pause for a minute just to talk about how much I'm going to be a day one subscriber to Disney oh, Plus? Oh, well, I, so I already canceled my, Netflix, like, my Netflix for it, so... I'm not canceling anything. It's only seven bucks. Like, it's seven bucks. <sighs> That's like, what I'm saying. See, here's the thing that scares me, though. It's only seven bucks now. In, like, a year, I guarantee I'm going to be paying more for it. They're like, going to be like, well, it's $20, because look at all the content you get. And I'll yeah, be like, well, it's $20, here's my $20. Are you going to give it back? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to give it back? Do you, do you not want to see the next Avengers mm-hmm. thing? No? Okay. Yeah, no. You're going to keep paying the money. I, I'm going to keep paying the money. I already understand that they got me over a barrel. It, they just they just haven't... <laughs> like, they're st- still just doing the whispering it's, in my ear it's face. More like, it's more like, it's seven bucks to start. And then six months later, it's going to be 20, and we're going to ask you to put they, the mouse are, balls in your mouth. They're straight up doing the dealer method. And, like, then, and then when the, the balls are in the mouth, free, but... we want you to flick them a little bit with your tongue. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. And you'll do it. And we will do it, is the thing. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, Disney Plus coming to a theater near here soon, uh, or coming to a television near you soon because obviously they want to succeed because they put it in one of the biggest movies of all time. I feel like at some point we're going to have to have a, like, whatever a show, a Disney company logo. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) A Disney subsidiary. At some Um, point they'll buy us. Everything brought to you, whatever brought to you by Disney. It'll be the first time this podcast makes money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when when everything is Disney like we we are closer approaching like we Demolition Man did get one thing wrong and that's not that everything is Taco Bell everything now is Disney um, God I love the fact that you made that reference the other day and yeah. I also picked up on it yeah it was very good I was I was gonna be disappointed if you didn't but I knew you wouldn't so. <laughs> uh, okay anyway enough metagaming let's uh, go back to the movie now oh um, we're time traveling still we are time traveling so um, they fuck up and then we move to 
Well, I want to say. I think we go to Guardians Planet. Guardians Planet, yeah, whatever that the name of that world is. It doesn't matter. Star so they go to Guardians Planet, and it's it, it's such Morag. a good. Yes, I, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie too, because like the thing about Guardians is all about the soundtrack, and the soundtrack is permeates. You know, oh, it, man. It, and then so like you know he's listening to the music, and it's and you know dancing, we can hear it, and you see the montage without the credits. And then it with cuts, a lizard. And then it cuts the. Um, so it's funny too because they immediately kick a rat or something, whatever it's a, a little space lizard rat. rat thing. They kick yeah. the little lizard space rat thing as soon as they show up on the planet. Uh, not just you know uh, Star Lord, but the the was, other Avengers uh, that show up. Black Widow. But yeah, and, he, and, and the music cuts off, and you hear Star Lord singing. And he's like, so he's an idiot. Yeah. No, what I liked about that scene was like that, that movie is so much the soundtrack. Uh, um, especially you get that intro where he's dancing along and like the soundtrack is the big. Love. Yeah, yeah, and then they they cut the music to just because like it it is really just an idiot dancing in his headphones. Yeah, uh, um, and they cut that and the and then the uh, look at that that view of like what that really looks like. It was so funny. Like I I just I died no, laughing. There's so many, so many places this movie got just fucking everything right. Um, and the war machine knocks him the fuck out. It, yeah, it was good too. Yeah. It, it, it really, like, this whole piece was fun for me. Um, Nebula, obviously, uh, not having the wherewithal to grab Star Lord's magnet thing that pulls yeah. the shield. Reach out of your the whole thing. hand in there. It's like, well, you th- that's cool. You can do that, but wouldn't it have yeah. been better if you didn't do that? And then this, this, this kind of goes into the scene where, um, 2014 Thanos is with 2014 Nebula. Okay, can and we just stop the thing and pause for a second and realize that? The, the, like the IT sec, the, the infosec part of Nebula fucking sucks. So here's, I, I was talking to my other IT guy today about this at work. And oh, I was Nathan? like, oh, yeah. I was like, isn't it weird that like the entire crux of this movie was based on an IP address conflict? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, ser- like seriously, like if you put two f- iPhones in the same room, you wouldn't expect that they each get each other's emails, right? Right. Um, but that seems to be like her networking is, con- you know, like, no, no, here's, here's why this works. Here's why this here's why this works. It's the same hardware? Yeah. It's got the same Mac address. That's the yes. problem. It's the Mac address. It's the physical hardware address. Yeah, but as soon as you start talking about networking and stuff like that, I'm like, well, you should be smarter than that. Yeah, but it's the same piece of equipment. Like that's the thing. Yeah. So you, you it, never got, have, it never got it updated. It creates a loop. <sighs> it never got updated. <laughs> and I want to say you're right, but I still think that this no, is I'm just totally lack right. security. No, he's totally right. It never yeah, it never got updated. <laughs> All right, I'll. I will give it. Uh, look, I'm gonna now, give it. Now, I'm gonna give it to you. Now, why to you. space I'm, people don't have this figured out already that are spacefaring? I don't know, but like, yeah. Um. Okay. So anyway, I I was watching that scene the whole time, and I was just like, really? She just emanates Wi-Fi and like picks up on whatever you know similar signal. That's it's that's obviously lazy. subspace. Yeah. Come on. Uh. Uh. Whatever. So anyway, I didn't particularly it's like IPv6. that scene. But uh, it does give us a hole into the new Thanos. And so the new Thanos is the old Thanos, the Thanos from five years ago. And I like this, actually, because this sets up our... This is the Santa Clarita diet Thanos. Yeah. You mean the Thanos that's war crazy and bloodthirsty? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. The scary Thanos? OP Thanos, man. Scary Thanos. This is what I like about that is because this goes back to, like, the... You know, like, so back to Game of Thrones for a second. Bobby B... Um, when we meet him, um, exactly. This is the singing part of the episode. When when we go back to Bobby, or when we see Bobby B, he's like a fat loser who's just king of stuff. But 
But he Although, did kill a boar one time, yeah. or it almost killed him. No, the boar killed him. That that was the end. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing about that is, is like, <laughs> when you go back and actually... I wonder like, how that boar tasted. Read the... Uh, you know, hopefully somebody ate it. Um, when you go back and read the lore on it, he... was like formidable like seriously fucking formidable um in his prime like he conquered westeros you know he, he's like, obviously like, a fighter i like that i have a friend that i definitely refer to as bobby b and have been doing so for a lot longer than game of thrones has been a thing <laughs> um but we're now now referring to robert baratheon as bobby b oh like there's a lot of bobby b memes like lots of them um so anyway, it's like it's like that a little bit. So like we go back to a younger Thanos who's more bloodthirsty, more like just in his prime in terms of conquest and stuff like that. And so like I actually liked that that's how they set up the main villain, uh, especially as we get into the last chapter where he's like, oh, yeah, actually, well, fuck you all. I, the, the, the solution wasn't half. It's all of you. You know, like. Yeah. Well, uh, so, OK, so here's here's um, before we get to the, the quote unquote the, end game. Yeah. The um, last hour. We had some we had some other time travel shenanigan things happen. Um, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, Thor. No, we can go to. Th- eh, that scene was okay. We, we got the guardians no, scene, that scene, and was now brilliant. I think we'll that, need to go no, to. No, it was brilliant, but it's it's to the overall arc of the movie. Like really, what it brings back is Mjolnir, and that's not really. That's think, well, think of Thor in this movie. Uh, Thor is somebody that's defeated that doesn't know where he belongs at this point. He ends up talking to his mother, of all people, who brings him back to reality. He goes, look, you failed because you were being who you... Because you're a person. Because you thought you were being who you were meant to be, be who you actually are. Yeah. And that's where you'll succeed. So, I think where I wanted to go with this, though, was more back to Tony and Cap. Because they realize they have to go further back to the past because they they lost their chance with the Tesseract. I I think before we get to that, do we do Vormir first? No, I want to. I want to save that. No, no, yeah, no, I don't even know if it's after, bit. but I want to save it's that discussion. It's actually we're not going chronological anymore. I, I can't because the, we're going we because Vormir is is too emotional for me. Um, yeah. let's let's Vormir get everything else out of the way before, first. I think Vormir became after Rag. Thor of the Dark World, yeah. But uh, I wanted to go. I wanted to go to Cap and and uh, and Tony because they realized that after the Loki shenanigans, they have to go find the Tesseract elsewhere again. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, the get mine. Pin par- no, get pin particles. They need oh, the pin and, particles. And they they need the Tesseract. That's what it was. They, what it was. they needed pin particles and they needed the Tesseract because Loki so, escaped. Yeah, they so, got the scepter right. Yes. They yeah, end so up, that means they got the mind stuff. They end up having to go back to 1970. 70. And which is where we got our Stanley cameo. Which, yes. Enough said on the bumper sticker. We did do sticker. that. We did do that. Um, we also got, though, something that I think every fan of this movie has kind of wanted to happen for a long time, which was Tony. Okay. Got FaceTime with this Howard. This scene killed me. 
Like the whole more, thing was really great. More than and, more than Vormir, this scene Cap, wrecked me. Cap Cap got to see Peggy, and like not old Peggy. Like, I mean, I guess she would have been older. She would have been older because it was yeah. definitely the forties when 40s. when he went in the ice. She was still hot, but oh, she's yeah. fifty she, year old Peggy gotta, Carter. Is, she's still is, hot. Is, Peggy is better than no Peggy Carter. So, <laughs> um, I think that at that moment. Cap realized, hey, this is possible. I can go back and live a life. Uh, just just him seeing her through the curtains uh, and her not knowing he was there. I mean, a little creepy, you know, admittedly. But <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but it was his it was it was it was a moment process of him going. This is what can happen. It was definitely a moment for him. And then and then uh, Tony getting to actually like hug his dad and tell him thank you uh, was probably one of the coolest things and his dad thinking he's just some crazy lunatic cuz he told him yeah. his name was was Howard that whole father son aspect with Tony and his father Howard Potts resonated with me heavily so yep for me i was like holy shit like as soon as i saw Howard pop up i was like fuck this is where we're going with this and i was kind of prepared but not entirely and the moment where well, and Stark hugs him and he goes, I, "Thank you, man." I don't want to go too meta, but like you lost your dad too early. I did, and, and that's the thing. I think I think probably that's why the scene resonates for oh, you dude, so it much. Crushed me, you know. Where whereas for me, like the scenes that really hit me are with the kids. Are with the kids. Same. You know and what I mean? I, I get that. And and so, but I'm but that's that's the thing about this movie is there's so many moments in this movie that I don't think there's a moment that I, I don't think there's not a a person that can watch this movie and not pick something out of it, yeah. out of it that, that really hits him in the feels for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like for you, it's the dad stuff for me, it's the kid stuff. And you know, for other people, it might be something entirely different. Yeah. Um, also, you know, as just a comic book nerd, um, Oh dude, the fan service, oh. this, this franchise has been building for so long. And, and for people that didn't have this shit, Growing up, like us. I didn't have this growing up. Like, Neither did I. Like, really, I had the seventies Spider-Man TV series that terrible was shit. Um, Superman, you know the the Donner Superman, which I mean they were cool, but like at, at the same time it was like well, and then you had even, they they were a little aged for me. Um, and then you had the Batman and Robin series, that, which that was sixties. Yeah. And I then, still watched and it. And then I had the Keaton Batman from 1989. Which was probably the coolest thing we had. That is, for me, like, that was it until later when we started doing, you know, Batman Begets. Yeah. We yeah. had the Nolan series. Nolan and Iron Man came out at the same time. X-Men. X-Men. We had X-Men. X-Men 2000 was probably the but, pinnacle. But even that was still, like... How are they going to do this and make it look cool, but not be campy, campy and whatnot? Cheesy. And well, we had the first Spider-Man series, and Spider-Man then, One and Two. We had Spider-Man Two. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man One was pretty campy. <laughs> but, All right, back on track. Anyway, back on track. No, no we're, we're three we're and a half hours, boys. Back yeah, on track. Yeah, yeah. Anybody have to work tomorrow? No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. I'm <laughs> off. I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> I got to work tomorrow, but I'm I'm off early because I got a disappointment. Um, no, it's just these movies. I think starting in 2008, we we kind of hit the the mecca 
of what can happen in a comic book movie and and then and we then haven't now, looked back and i think that's the beauty of this franchise is it it, it really never has looked back it's no not what can we do? i mean it looks back but in a good way it, yeah 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 and, i mean it, it learns like uh, th- this is a primary example like the time travel stuff was i think fan service and like tying up a lot of loose ends and stuff like that uh, um in in the best way possible like it looks back but it does it in such a wholesome way that it's just so much fun yeah like it, it's not like trying to correct things. Yeah, it's 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 all it's doing is is saying it's like a hey, remember, lot. A, remember a when lot we of this did movie. this? It's so we could do this right now, and now it's paid off. A lot. Yeah, a lot of this movie is providing closure. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like Thor: The Dark World, in in a in a sense, weakest weakest movie of the franchise, and they go entirely back to it. But and they yeah, go, that, that's that's where Freya is most prominent. So appreciate this movie, and Freya. Has more lines, than I think, in Endgame than she does, <laughs> she does in, in her the first Dark two, no, two Thor movies. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so after that, I th- I think basically the long and short of it is we get all the stones. Well, Vormir, we haven't talked about yeah. Vormir. Okay, fine. And we got to do it. So we got to do it. We got to do it. Um. So here's here's my thing. From the second they paired off and went. Yeah, their separate ways to do what they needed to do. I was like, and send noticed, any other two people. Yeah, and I noticed that that Nat and and Barton were paired off to go to Vormir, and I was like, oh well, one of them's gonna have to die. I yeah. kind of, I kind of wanted Cap to see Red Skull, and I, I, I had this, but, I had this battle oh, that's already. Funny because he definitely did at some point. Yeah, yeah, I know. We just didn't see it on screen. No, we didn't. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I had this battle like planned out in my head because I knew. One of them wasn't coming back because yep. that's how that, yeah. that's how the soul the soul gym works. Yep. Um. And I knew it was going to be that because there was no point in dragging Barton into this with the hope of getting his family back if he was never going to see them. And yeah. for Natasha, the Avengers are the only family she has, and she would sacrifice willingly sacrifice herself to could. make this happen. So to save her family. Yeah. So I had this battle in my head 15 minutes before it happened on the screen. I was the same way. And but so it, it was still a gut punch, though. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I had a similar thing. I was like, oh, that, that's that's not a couple. Like, you really guys think you about take, it for a you, second. You take two best friends that have known each other for X amount of time that have sacrificed all these things that have been in all these battles. I heard some criticism about this for um uh the the like not campiness but jokiness of it like counter you know counter 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 um it wasn't even jokey like i think no. it was totally serious like yeah i, think it was, I, I still actually i think I, it was I two people that. who were absolutely willing to give themselves up for the other one to to go on i actually no I, matter yeah what i still enjoyed that because even though it was kind of like oh well that's you know almost a little bit silly it was still like you know that makes sense no it does well i mean you know, once they get ronan who felt in his heart that in the past five years, I've killed all these people. I've done all these horrible things. Right. I should be like the guy he, that he truly felt like he had to atone for something. Atone for my sins and throw myself over the ledge and sacrifice myself. It kind of shows you where he's at, too, because he's willing to do that. Because he knows that he, he at this point, he knows in his head there's no hope um, of getting his family back. It's not true, obviously, um, but he, that's what he's feeling like. Well, like that, was, that was like the thing. like when And when Nat grabs his hand, he's like, Nat, don't give me hope. Yeah, don't when, do when that. she approached him in Japan, he was like, "Don't, don't do this, don't, don't give do me this hope. to me." And she's like, "I wish, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't give it to you sooner." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of how I knew that I had to had, that had to pay off. Uh. 
And they built that up from the Kay. opening scene. I, quick meta for a moment. Where, where are we going with the Black Widow movie, guys? We finally greenlit a Black Widow movie, and it's right after we killed off the character. What the hell? Well, Hawkeye's not involved soon on. We know it's not Budapest. He's definitely not listed in the credits now. Yeah. Um, I think it's... So, based on what we know, I think it's going to be a completely independent story. I think maybe it'll be her actual origin. Maybe after the Red Room or I just could before? see. It just... It, it doesn't... Like... Well, it's got uh, Hellboy slash... Hopper from Stranger Things, Wait, uh, he's David, in it? David Harbor. Like yeah. he's he's, he's in everything. He's required to be in every movie. And now. Rachel Weisz uh, from The Mummy. They're both aged out to the point where I believe they could probably be her parents pretty easily. And this is in game is the first time that we've ever heard her parents' names mentioned. Ivan, Ivan, David Harbor makes a good Ivan to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think this could be an actual origin origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, Red Sparrow, but with. You know, the actual Black Widow instead of uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, who, you know, whatever. I mean, that could have very well been a Black Widow movie. Dude. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so let's talk now. We got to get into the third act. We got to get into the third part of this movie. So um, let's get, just hypothetically get... say that we get the, the Infinity Gems. Um, maybe Rocket Raccoon had to chase Jane Foster around in, in a towel. <laughs> that was so funny. Briefly. <laughs> um, um all right, and uh, I should mention before we leave the dark world, um, one very funny part was like when Thor's just like, "Hey, wait a second. and he sticks out his hand, and he's just like, "You can feel him." I was like, as soon as he did it, I was like, "Oh, I know I what he's it. doing." I, I, loved it. It. Yes. I loved it when Frigga was like, "Sometimes it takes a minute." Sometimes it yeah. takes a minute. Yeah. <laughs> was anybody disappointed at the fact that Rocket hasn't seen Milner yet and goes, "Oh gosh," instead of "Oh gosh." Like, what are we doing? Instead of being like, oh, this is a hammer you're talking about. Yeah. Like, um, this is the thing that you prize the most. So I, I love that moment for lots of reasons. And it, and that, to me, is what pays off in the third act. So let's get into that. Um, so, so we let's move into the third act knowing that Thor has Mjolnir. Yep. And okay. now we assemble they get, the gauntlet. They get back. No, they get back. This is right after Vormir. They get back to the pad. Hawkeye shows up without Nat. Yeah. Where's Romanoff? We we and do that scene. the rest of yeah. the Avengers are standing there like, where's Romanoff? Where's Nat? And you have Cap and Bruce are just like, where is she? And Hawkeye's saying nothing. Like, that's and, the yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like, he says nothing. That's... And it was a pain... That was painful. That's her another, family like, is, at this point, like, oh, shit, we had to lose You know, and, and it's so funny. Not not funny in a good way, but, like, it's it's so crazy to me that, like, you've got... Hawkeye, who loves her, yep, like in a completely platonic, like they're super besties kind yeah. of way. You've got Cap, who also loves her in much the same way, as far as that goes. And then you have Bruce, who and then you've got her. Bruce, who loves her, loves her, and never could let himself love her because he was afraid of the Hulk. Yes, and so all three of these characters have lost somebody that they one of the best really things in their life that they love. You yeah. know. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that was, and that was super. Uh, a lot of, com- a lot of people complained about her not yeah. getting this, not her, her not getting a funeral, but in the there sense, wasn't time like, there and, wasn't, and there she wasn't wouldn't time. have wanted it. She wouldn't have wanted she, it until everybody was there. Yeah. So and the fact that her family, the people that she considered the most to her were already there mourning her. Right. And that was another thing. That was the scene on the dock. A lot of people were like, no, that wasn't a funeral. I was like, well, 
Kind of. Well, and the thing is, so we knew that Nat knew Hawkeye's family, right? Mm-hmm. Nat doesn't want a funeral until they're back. You know, yeah. Like that's that's kind of one of those things. Like that's like if if she's gonna have a service, it's it's gonna be when everybody actually has time to do it, not when everybody's trying to right a wrong. Yeah. You know, and and, we'll, and so and, and, and I mean we'll kind of get to that later on at the end. Yeah. All right. So we got to move into the third act, and I think that starts with the creation of the new Infinity Gauntlet. That is the yes. the which is the Hulkbuster. Yeah, gauntlet. Mark Mark two. Um. So of course, nanites. II? Um. As we were talking, I don't know. Um. It, it's Veronica. not the Mark. Let's just call it Veronica. <laughs> yeah. The so Veronica we, gauntlet. Well, it, it is just the general purpose gauntlet because now we're into the part where again, Iron Man at this point is basically magic. I think we were talking about this between yeah, recording, we but um, with the nanites and stuff like that, Iron Man can basically do everything, and it's magic. Um, and so we do a similar thing. Um, you know, he, he may had uh, uh, Thanos may had have had to go into Nedavellir, um and you know have his gauntlet forged in the heart of a dying star, but Tony Stark, Stark did it with a box of nanites in, in a cave, um, which is to say Avengers Mansion. <laughs> Uh, he, had a, um, he had a box of scraps. Yeah, a box of scrappy nanites. And, and uh, an arc reactor. N- and an arc reactor. Um, so Tony makes his own gauntlet, which actually I liked. I thought that was actually pretty good. And as much as it was like a little bit like every, everything Iron Man does now is basically magic. He solves time travel. He makes a gauntlet, whatever. You've got to believe that Tony... I just kind of realized that that was a nod to the first Avengers. Like, honestly, like him building a gauntlet for the Infinity Stones that was built on Ned of Valeria. He made an arc reactor that shouldn't have been possible out of a fucking box of scraps. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You you got to believe that Tony has been theorizing what it would take oh, yeah. to harness the power of those gems ever since. Uh, he he, he for sure has the whole thing That anyway, we know so. of in the MCU, nobody scientifically has studied the Infinity Stones yeah. that we know of. So They the, just go, these are these like cosmic things that have started at the, the start of the universe. Like, there's these super uber-powerful things. So the plan is, um, uh, and this is kind of new to this movie, like, in Infinity War, I don't think they really covered this ground, and maybe that's because only Thanos wore the gauntlet, but they didn't really cover the whole thing where um, the power is basically, like, deadly. Um, um, just wielding the Infinity Stones is basically deadly. They do cover it, like, if you think back to Guardians with the Power Stone, we were talking about this before, like, in between takes two, um, they cover that, like, wielding the Power Stone and took all of the Guardians and they barely survived. And that's only because it's revealed that later that Peter Quill has uh, um, some, you know, eternal blood in him. Uh, and, and so I mean, he's basically immortal. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, um, or was they, they decide that Banner needs to take the gauntlet and perform the snap, which is to bring everybody back. And that goes reasonably well like the, the uh banner gets fucked up i um, love the line that the, banner said though before he did the, snap. the melted ice cream avenger thought that maybe he should do it though he's like i should yeah. do it because i'm the strongest avenger. <laughs> i'm the strongest avenger <laughs> but what i love what bruce said and i kind of like the way it panned into his arc between the first incredible hulk is he goes this is what i meant to do or more or less what i was I feel like I was made to do. Yeah. Like take on the gamma radiation because their signature it's is mostly, mostly gamma. gamma. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that is brilliant. The Russes thought of everything. Yeah. I, I, I love that part too. But and then we get the snap and then here's what I love. Um, so Hawkeye, 
Um, well, I think I think the craziest part was when after the snap is when he turned in to Ed Norton. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that was weird. It's <laughs> like, uh, finally, I feel right again. Um, no, no, he didn't. He didn't turn what I loved is how Hawkeye has been paying <laughs> his wife's cell phone bill. And I love Ruffalo, so. I love how Hawkeye has been paying his wife's cell phone bill and keeping her phone charged for the last five years because he immediately gets a phone call from her. Um, um, it, well, he just actually, couldn't bear to cancel the line. That's dedication, it's, man. It, yeah, you know, not canceling the line, I get, but like, also, he also charged her cell phone for the last five are years. You, are you telling me that? Ashley doesn't still pay for her mom's phone line and have it charged on a charger. Uh, I don't think she does, but it wouldn't surprise oh. me if she did. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm sorry. That was low. Dark. No. <laughs> um, so we get the snap and it appears we get our first inkling that people have returned because Laura, I, I believe that's Hawkeye's wife's name, is back. And then... I call her well, the girl from Freaks and Geeks. The, f- the first sign I caught was when Ant-Man walked out to that. Oh, the birds? The aviary, and he yeah, saw the there birds, birds, and there was a yeah. lot, of, lot more sunlight, and there was birds, there was more life. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And then you hear the phone buzz. And then... Um, which, which just... Hey, here's the thing, man. I want everybody back, but at the same time, there was a pot of whales under the bridge. There See, what happens that's, to the whales? That's the, that's the thing. I, I like that. Um... Is that they, they actually do manage to provide some counterpoint. Like Thanos' argument is not just purely like cr- crazy evil. It, there is no. actually, they, they want to provide a method you, like, to the madness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Cap himself, or way early in the movie when he runs into to Black Widow after she talks to the council, he goes, Well, I saw a, I saw a pot of whales in the bay. Yeah. He's, she's like, oh, so you're looking on the bright side. Well, it's forced to have it. Like, yeah, I'm like, supposed to do this. What can we do? Yeah, like, so. And then, um, of course, we get that, and then we get a, a you know brief scene where it shows how Nebulas basically fucked everybody over, brought Thanos back in miniature form, and then blew him up outside of the Avenger or through the Avenger ceiling. Keep in mind, at this point, there's two different Nebulas. Yeah, 2014 Nebula. In 2019. 2019 Nebula. And then, we both made it back. Well, no, 2023 Nebula. Because it's five years it in the future. Correct, yeah. yes. Um, and then uh, that's where shit really goes down because he immediately just sort of blows up the Avengers compound. And at this point, I was like, holy fuck, this, they're this going was... way ballsier. Like, they, this is actually one of the few parts where I thought they pulled a punch because I thought it was very possible that they killed off basically all of the originals. Half of the, half of the originals. And, yeah. and this, is, this was one of the hardest scenes for me to watch because um, after the mansion got blown up, you see Rocket, and he's trapped. I can't breathe. Oh, yeah. And I can't he was breathe. he was really struggling. Like, it was side. it was one of the only times where he's ever shown weakness. Yeah, you know, and that was crazy to me because Rocket is like Rocket hard. Like yeah, I'm, I'm no, I'm. Good I mean, you know, he's damaged because the first Guardians kind of points that out and and whatnot. But like, you don't see him show it, and then in this one, like where he thought he was gone, he was like, like yeah, that I'm was, gonna that die was, right now. That was tough. Uh, yeah. Rhodey. Couldn't use his legs. He couldn't use his legs, and you could see the water coming in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh shit!" And then it it's, breaks. That's a really good scene. Um, and then it breaks, and Hulk obviously hold holding, jumping in, holding up the the, rest the entire of the, the entire mansion, the rest of the building essentially. from crushing Rocket and Rhodey. Essentially, was like, "Oh shit!" And then this is where it gets serious, I think, because at this point, um, um. 
Thanos is down there and he just basically tells Nebula, I'm going to chill out here. You'll get the gauntlet. Uh, you see Ronan running through with the Outriders just being all badass Ronan-like. Uh, he finds the gauntlet, by the way. He finds the stones in the gauntlet. He finds, he's shoot, he hears the Outriders, shoots an he arrow. He doesn't take shit. Yeah. No. Just, okay. And he's we, like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. That was a good scene. And now we get to the real Were those Chitauri? No, those were the Outriders. The Outriders. Okay. Now, now, now the meat and potatoes. Um, the boys come out. Uh, that would be our our, the our main Trinity. boys. The I, Trinity. Yeah, that would be Iron Man. That would be Iron Thor. Man. That would be Captain America. Thor. Yeah, they um, come out and they go after Thanos. This this scene was incredible. Uh, they go nuts. Uh, Thanos just fucking annihilates all of them really like Which is he, insane. He, it's not it's not exactly annihilates i'd no, say but he, like they hold their own way better than you'd expect given the last movie um but given and, the trinity, and given this is probably more thanos in his prime i was gonna say because given the trinity or iron man by himself drawing blood on thanos and actually yeah. fighting him one-on-one well, remember how hard it was for Iron Man to get a single drop of blood out of Thanos. And then this one, I, I think actually, there's a lot of cool moments in this fight, but this is, I think, actually where we get to one of the coolest moments of the whole goddamn movie. Oh, yeah. Easily. Do you, do you just give it to him? Uh, there's a moment where basically, uh, our boys are against the ropes. And, we, um, Thor, we... I think, I think it's actually the, the part where Thor is think, close on. to getting Thor, cut. I think no, where you, no, I think where you're, I think where you're going comes after the rest of the Calvary shows up. No, it doesn't. No, 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 it doesn't. No. So Thor in the beginning, they're all three standing there. They're like, what's he doing? He, he's nothing. Thor, he's Thor was fighting there. with Mjolnir. And they're like, like, well, let's attack him. And he's like, all right, are we going to, let's do this. He's like, yeah, let's kill him properly. And he calls in, you see. Dual, dual wielding, dual right? Wielding. Thor, Thor dual Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. First, Stormbreaker comes in and then Mjolnir, and you're like, "Fuck yes!" And he had this sloppy beard, and then all of a sudden it's braided. And he well, has he had the armor. armor, yeah, and it, it was just badass. And then I, they just, go in I and, still don't understand why they paid Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth money when they could have just got Zach Wild to do that <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that fight that fight is probably one of my favorite scenes in cinema. Ever and then it gets even better because it'll go down. Thor puts a walloping to Thanos, but Thanos grabs him, gets the upper hand, bashes him up against the wall. I think he's. I think that's he the has, part where he's, he's pushing Stormbreaker into Thor, and Thor's like about yeah. to get it. Yeah. Thor tries to call Stormbreaker to him. Thanos catches it, starts putting remnants of Thor pushing the axe Stormbreaker into, the, yeah. into it, his chest. As in Infinity War, right? And then you hear and that. And then you hear clang, boom, like whatever like, the, the Mjolnir sound. As soon as I hear it, I'm like, "That's not going to Thor." Yep. And then boom, Cap has the hammer, and everybody just, myself, just erupts in the theater. Like, oh, I, my theater! I loved, I loved, yes! My theater went nuts. Yes, I love Thor's reaction. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> just like yeah. I knew it. Yeah, but so um, that's that's such a it's it's one of my favorite scenes, and it's another cool thing too because like he, whosoever shall be worthy wields the power of Thor. Thor. So like he's not the god of hammers, but he's got a cool fucking hammer that can well, wield lightning and, and shit. And I love the fact that like when Steve Rogers starts wielding Mjolnir, nothing changes. 
for no. Steve. Like, nope. he doesn't get different armor or anything else because he's still Captain America. Because he's still fucking Captain America. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was, it, it is probably one of my most favorite move, uh, moments in the, the history of cinema. Well, and nobody um, saw it coming. I don't think the, anybody saw it coming. Like, that was, that was kind of the beauty of it. I no, you didn't. Did. No, you didn't. A little bit. You did. So I, 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 I like, <laughs> I, I don't know, say 6% did. Um, because yeah, we get, this is actually a payoff from, from, from Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. 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 So, it, it, which is very, very cool. And, and like we all but know. But it's a very forgettable moment in the grand scheme of things. And which is oh, why I, I never think, forgot yeah. it. No, but, nobody forgot it, forgot but, it, but it's, what, you know, to me, here, it wasn't like what was on my mind first and foremost until it was happening. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, like, so where, where, where it clicked for me was like once Thor was up against the ropes and, uh, um, Mjolnir was nowhere in sight. I was like, oh, yep, that's what's going on. Uh, yeah, that, that was me. So anyway, Thanos actually gets the upper hand again, kicks the shit out of everybody, breaks, uh, Captain America's shield, and now we're looking truly fucked. Uh, Iron Man and, Which uh, also calls back to Age of Ultron, where Tony has his vision and Cap shields in half. Yeah. And there's exactly half of Cap shields left. Yeah. And, and so we get this, um, uh, moment where, uh, and Captain America doing the most fucking Captain America thing ever, which is to say he's against the ropes. Oh. He doesn't have Mjolnir. He's just holding a broken ass shield. Uh, um, the and most beautiful and, shot. Oh, we skipped one, one, one part that we alluded to earlier, which was oh the the, 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 the hammer, hammer and the shield. Yeah, that he oh, just yeah. did himself. Yeah. So he throws his he throws his shield. It kind of ricochets off him. Instead, he throws his hammer and it bashes off of the shield. And Get that sonic boom sort of thing. Yeah. As Thanos is going to attack him, and just drops Thanos to his knees, like, "Oh shit!" And yeah, it's such going such a good moment. Um. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, so now we're 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 getting the most. You know, like now, everything is really fucking sideways. Like, uh, it, it's very bad L- looking for our heroes. You get Cap there. Um. By himself. Keep in mind. By Cap, himself. Cap is alone, and Cap standing up. He puts a splint on his shield that's only he only has I mean, half just, of his he shield tightens, left. He tightens the strap tightens on the, the the remaining bit of it. Yeah. yeah. Because Thanos as he goes to grab his shield, he breaks Cap's arm. Cap mm-hmm. brings a splint in cuz you see it. And Cap's standing there alone and you hear Cap and you're like, "What?" On Cap, your left. Cap, yeah. On your left. This is Sam on your left and you just see Doctor Strange's like portal dills sling ring come in and you're like let's go and then all of a sudden you see like a hundred more yeah I was gonna say this is the best part is like one two three four five six eleven million and then you see and then you see everybody from Titan come in and Spider-Man got a huge ovation in my oh of course he did oh man that that was probably one of the biggest pops of the night for me like as soon as Spider-Man stepped onto the scene that everybody went crazy in my theater what I loved about the scene most is when Spider-Man met Tony Oh my god! And, and it wasn't like a oh my god. It was a dude. You're not gonna believe this. Yeah, like, I was there, and then I wasn't, and then <laughs> I, I like I like how Peter does like, this typical a Peter very, thing and just starts motor mouthing. He and, had a and, very and teen, Tony just straight up teenage, hugs him, dude. Yeah, broke oh, this me. This feels yeah. nice. Yeah, broke me. Like this feels nice. Yeah. Again, father son moment yeah. killed me. I was like, that no, was, man, that like, this is fucked up. That to me was like, oh my god, because like half of why Tony was so fucked up ever since then it's was that he of Parker. thought was, he failed Peter. And yeah. that's another thing we didn't mention was 
before Tony went to go do the time travel, he there was a photo of his father, but he grabs Peter and his photo, and he's like, "This is where I failed." Yeah, yeah. This kid needed a life to live. Like, no, I'm going and doing this. Okay, so guys, we cannot take the battle beat by beat, mostly because it happened so fast. All I can remember there's is vague ton, shots of just really cool shit happening. Um, so key moments in this battle: uh, Scarlet army, Witch. All the armies yeah. that come in. You, you took had... everything from me. Like that was a Scarlet amazing. Witch. Scarlet Witch was oh wrecking Thanos, and I have to believe that Scarlet Witch just ripped him in half unless he called for rain his ship fire. to rain fire. Yeah. Like that was that was the only thing that saved him in that moment. How about instant kill? Oh, that was awesome. So, you know you know what's cool about that too? Friday activate activate instant kill mode. There's at least another instant kill mode because he did that in the Iron Spider armor. So what would instant kill look like in the regular in spider the regu- armor? Yeah. yeah. Well hopefully we find out. In Far From Home. I don't know that there's gonna be another instant kill no. situation anytime soon. But because- the armies that were there were the Ravagers the Asgardians. The Ravagers showing up was badass. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see them at like come in at all. Ravagers showed up. As- Asgardians showed up. Uh, Fucking Valkyrie on the Pegasus. Valkyrie on the Pegasus. Spider-Man got, getting to ride on the Pegasus with Valkyrie, I think, was, was Yeah, badass. that was so cool. Uh, uh, the handoff of Spider-Man to Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel getting owned when Thanos decided he was going to take the power gem off the gauntlet and just yeah, take and its all, power. See, that, that was another thing too. That apprentices that were there too. I actually dug the 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 Captain Marvel Thanos thing because that's the thing. Like Captain Marvel, how did she get into the scene? Well, she came in and just fucked Thanos's ship right up. Like yeah. just just fucked it right up. Um, and then of course like she, goes she did toe at the to end toe. of Captain Marvel, like yeah. with the with the other Kree vessel. I mean, one. I do like the setup that all the cannons decided to randomly aim at her. Yeah, that Not was that was pretty cool. she was coming in o- orbit, and they just start firing at her. Yeah, uh, I, I like I like how OP they made her, and then still going toe to toe with Thanos. She doesn't just clearly oh, no. beat him. Like Thanos is getting ready to snap his finger. I, I love this part. It yeah, is, and then he has Thanos to pull the power. Is just gem. Yeah. about to s- snap his fingers, almost has it. She grabs his. She grabs the arm. He pulls the power stone, only to just knock her unconscious. Just like yeah. nope, done. And that that actually brings us to like the penultimate moment. So um, Tony then uses that moment. Um, and and I heard some confusion about this. Like in in one of the podcasts I was listening to this morning, like what happened. And I think it's pretty obvious to me what happened. Tony built the fucking gauntlet that that Thanos is wearing at this moment. Um, okay, he built it out of nanotech and on whatever bullshit. And so when he grabs hold of the gauntlet, I'm sure he was just like Friday, you know, grab the gems or whatever, and I they like meld Tony... into a suit and. Tony knowing Tony is, I feel like he built a safe proof into his armor. I guarantee it. Everybody, everybody wants it. Everyone wants to do stuff. And so when he, yeah, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, like that gauntlet was star tech. Yeah. And so he's like, look, just transfer into mine. Like, that's it. Done. So what is the line that Thanos says? Like, so he doesn't know I what's happening. I'm I inevitable. inevitable. And then he goes to snap and he's like, what? What? This isn't on. Like, I'm inevitable. And then he Nothing. looks at, and then all the gems are missing. And then, uh, you Tony. know, again, best send off I think you could possibly give this character. I um, am Iron Man. Done. Yeah, yeah. And and I I love it because you see all of Thanos's army just dust. dust. Yeah. And then Thanos and takes a that, minute. I love that Thanos saw what was happening, realized it. Walked over, sat down for a minute, and goes, "I accept my defeat," and yeah. just sat there and was like, "Okay." So, 
I, I love this scene for a lot of reasons, but the big reason I want I, I want to mention this is because we started this journey really with with uh, I am Iron Man, and we end with that same line under ridiculously different context. Well, and that line has has permeated Tony's existence in the MCU because after yeah. watching um, Iron Man three again the other night, like it was the same thing. Like he yeah. ends that that movie with that line and he as says, well. I am Iron Man. Um, only it's in a different context than it was in Iron Man one, because was, as Eddie pointed out, like Iron Man one, he was not the hero yet. He was still very, very narcissistic. The, and the suit was and Iron, Man. Iron Man three. It was, was him shedding man. that. The man was Iron. Man. I know this is me. Yeah. That's what I'm know. saying. The man is Iron Man. Not, yeah. not the suit. So the suit isn't Iron Man. The man behind the but suit th- is Iron this, man. this I think is a little bit different still because, um, he's Iron Man. Uh, here, it, he's the hero. Like well, it, this he's, is he's him truly the hero, accepting the consequences of what he's about to do. Yeah, and you can see it in his face. It's it's almost like a it's almost like a I can do this. I can do this. You know, sort of like a mantra you would say to yourself because part of that I think is him saying like I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> yeah, I I think a little bit of this is the 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 pause before he decides to give it all up. Like I feel he, he's, like. The pause also was Doctor Strange. He looks at Doctor Strange before he does before he goes in to grab Thanos. Oh yeah, the, the one, gauntlet. the one. That's and a good he moment. looks at Doctor Strange, and this is after he asks him. You said that there, this was the one in fourteen million. Am I correct? And Strange says, "I can't tell you, or it won't happen." God, I, dude, I, I'm just saying with Doctor Strange two or whatever the next movie Doctor Strange appears in, I want some explanation here and some sympathy or or like regret because he knew all this was going to happen. He knew that the way this goes down oh, is uh, everybody sacrifices everything. So, um, but knowing Strange, I, I'll I'll get. Into I mean, that he in a said minute. it like I, I, I'll sacrifice but, you or the kid to get this done, and in in the end, he did both. Ex- so, I mean, yeah, exactly, and. uh but him going, this is your one opportunity, giving giving Tony the signal, essentially, without saying anything. He's like, I can't say it. And say about signaling, he's like, this is this is it. Either you go for it or you don't. Like, this is what you need to do. He goes for it, grabs it, and Thanos, by the surprise, I am Iron Man. Done. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm not a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. That was super same. Same. Didn't hate any part of her in nope. this movie. No, she I was actually, actually the, the the next scene with her um in You Can Rest Now, like that that was man, this this whole next minute, like at this point I was pretty much open to the weeping. Like uh, uh oh, fucking, I, I, I was crying from the point that he hugged Peter. So yeah. Uh, um, you know, moving I into was, this, like, you can rest now scene, and I then we go to the funeral. With like, I was wrecked with Rhodey, because Rhodey is his best friend that started with him. Yeah. Before Pepper even became really a thing. The person he resonated with was his best friend, Rhodey. Rhodey shows up first, and Rhodey's asking, how, how are you doing? What not? And then Peter shows up, basically the quasi-adopted son mirroring exactly what happened in infinity war that crushed me and then pepper shows up and you're just like oh fuck here we go yeah. um yeah so we we move from there into hologram and then the funeral yeah yeah the, I, the funeral was funeral and then hologram i, I do want to mention a couple things about the funeral number one is like it's just such a shot like 
man, look at all the characters, look at all the people we brought together for this. And then another nice Thunderbolt was there, which was crazy to me. Yeah. Thunder, is that the kid? No. No, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, The kid, though. Did you guys know? Harley. I did not. Iron Man 3. Honestly, I'm I'm glad I caught that on the internet later because I kept looking at that kid and I was like, what the fuck is that kid doing there? Um, No, I knew knew that's who that was. Okay, yeah. Uh, It took me a second. I was like, who? Uh, Okay. And then uh, we got to close out on Cap, I think. Um, So, hold on. The, Hold on. the nod towards okay, I love the, the cheeseburgers. Nods. The oh, reef, God. even before then, the reef that comes out. Oh, proof, the that, proof Tony that Tony Stark still has, has a heart. heart. Yeah, the original iron. The yeah, see, like that. That's reactor, that's the thing. Like, um, crush me. This this and Cap, I like they're um, man, they're two of the my favorite. Send off the the send off for both of them was perfect. Like just absolutely perfect. Like Tony Stark is all only ever. Uh, uh, acted in self-preservation for the most part even through the movies we see some selfishness still in him and so sending him off of this way i think is amazing not and then only the that, thing with cap too is the same thing like the opposite but so, in avengers there was a the line that cap said that he says you're not the man that will lay down on the wire oh yeah and take it for the team he's like no i think i just cut the wire well he proved cap wrong in endgame entirely uh, well i think that's that's well, i mean that's even a part of avengers though he but, he takes the nuke into space assuming yeah. he's never gonna come back yeah um but uh, i'm just saying like the, i'm saying there's an overall it, it's, arc. yeah it's just it's, it's, it's phenomenal yeah but yeah so the scene between happy and and little lady stark <laughs> not the other one yeah not, not that lady stark <laughs> yeah um oh god that wrecked me because again the whole parent thing and then you know him you're, you know, she's talking about I want a cheeseburger, and he's like, "Your dad likes cheeseburgers." Yeah, buy the cheeseburgers you want. You know, like that. which is another dope callback. Um, to the yeah, first thing because that's the first wanted. thing you wanted when he got back from the desert. Yep. Like, was but but it's also just like, yeah, like I, I don't know. The, I've been in that same situation, sort of like or in parallels of that situation for sure. And yeah, it, it hurt. Even though I think at that point that little girl was like a little bit like, eh, whatever. Like at that, that wasn't her best acting. I think. Well. It, I think she did the best she could. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know I, I mean, mean I, being five and all. Well, um, yeah. Um, I mean, being five, you don't fully understand the repercussions of death and what it. Well, I mean, they're not. They're probably also not. You. So I mean, giving I her the rundown on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can we? Okay. So we got that. Now let's move to the the end scene. They've got to return the gems to the time that they were removed from. Okay. Question. So, we did didn't did talk you guys know it was going to go down as soon as this? As soon as you saw it was Cap that was going to take him back? Um, no, not necessarily because, and this is the part where Ryan and I have talked about this, and I haven't really talked to you about it yet. But they broke their own rules. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so I wasn't necessarily expecting it because they did such a good job of laying down the rules. Yeah, they, and they, they did splintered their own timeline until this point because. Uh, he didn't come back and then all of a sudden he's there and he's old and whatnot. And I'm like, Oh, this is touching. But like, at the same time, like could not have returned to that same moment in time because the second he stayed in the past, it created that alternate timeline, which is where, what he is stayed where in. He would have gone. Ryan was reading an article that the Russo brothers had commented on. And they're like, well, no, this is how this happened, but they didn't actually explain it. Yeah. yeah. They went, so well, yeah, he they admitted that it was an alternate timeline, but they didn't explain so how he got, got back. I gotta to be honest, the canon. 
anytime they started talking about time travel, and I, I told my wife this too, like, I just kind of squinted. It didn't matter to me. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but, but ultimately, like, I, I knew as soon as, as soon as, like, well, Cap, you're going to return the gems. There was two thoughts that came to my mind. Well, it's going to be awkward in guests of Vormir. And he's like, hey, Red Skull, here's your gem back. Continue being cursed forever. Fuck off, buddy. Later. Uh, and then, uh, the also, second thing was, like. Also, why are you Aaron from The Walking Dead and not Hugo Weaving? Yeah. And then the second thing that that I got from that was, um, as soon as they were like, "Yeah, you should be back in like ten seconds," I was like, "He's not gonna be back." Yeah, like th- he's he's yeah, not no. gonna be back. Like uh, the other thing I thought was, okay, how the fuck did he get to space to go to Vormir? Like, if he went back that far, he's Captain America. Same way they went to space to begin with. Cause... Yeah, I think that the time travel mechanics or whatever allowed them to do that. Yeah, um, uh, moving through the quantum realm or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then we close out the movie with the, one of my favorite, like, if, if you want to talk about payoff, and this don't is... get me wrong, I loved this scene. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter how we got there. Like, uh, to me, like, oh, that was. Oh, before we even go there, he passes the shield. Um, oh, well, you weren't going there? Uh, well, oh. I, I was gonna, I was gonna skip. Where were you going? I was gonna, I was gonna go one scene past that, but, um, uh, he passes the shield to, 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 to. So Sam notices that there's an old guy on a bench. Yeah. You know, no, five no, feet away Bucky, from where they're at. Bucky notices, not Sam. I thought it was Sam. Nope, it was Bucky. Uh, whatever, you've seen it twice. I've always seen it yeah, once. Yeah, it was Bucky. Um, anyway, so Sam goes over and talks to him. And it's old Cap, obviously, uh, which was amazing. And he, I, I think my favorite part about the whole thing not is not even passing the shield. It was like, you know, he talks about how like, he went out and, and, and uh, got a life like Tony told him to. Yeah. Um, would you like to tell me that about it? And he's like, yeah, you nope. tell me about it. He's like, no, not I really. Think I will. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing for me was I got a life like Tony told me I should get. Like, and being as Tony just passed and he was still like maybe weeks away from Tony's funeral made it kind of symbolic of like, yeah, I did what Tony told me to do a long time ago. Like, yeah. I should have done this. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. Like, I don't know. I want to get to the, the, the part where we talk about phase four because that there's some big question marks there, but we, we, we did, uh, we had a passing of the torch, so to speak. And that is that, yeah, Cap came back with a shield fully intact. Captain Falcon. I assume it's mm-hmm. from, from, you know, either before. he picked one up or, you know, he made another one or something like that. Cause uh, now that we know the vibranium isn't, isn't exactly as uh, scarce. Uh, scarce as we thought. Yeah. Um, um, and Sam. Sam got the nod, so Sam Sam is going to carry the shield and, and be Captain and America. Like that makes sense was, to me. And I like actually. how he looked at Bucky, like Bucky. Bucky gave his Bucky, approval. Even and Bucky, like, you can take it. Yeah, even Bucky was basically like when when uh, he's like, "Do you do you want to go?" And Bucky's like, "No, nah, go ahead," because he kind of already said his goodbye. He he knew uh, uh, Cap wasn't coming back from the moment he stepped on the pad. Yeah, um, that I do well, like is that when you got to go, you got to go. Bucky yeah. was the only one that Cap told that, "Look, I'm not coming back. This is my plan." Uh, wouldn't surprise me the the other thing too is that uh bucky had gotten the shield at one point in the comic books this was immediately following yeah. the civil war and whatnot but again this ending with cap being older um in the comic books the the serum stopped working at, at a certain point and and cap started aging um and when that happened he passed the shield on sam and so I thought this was a, a good nod to that particular piece of, mm-hmm. of storytelling from the comic books because Perfect. 
it's yeah. it's exactly what's happening right now um it's happening in a different way and for a different reason than it did in the comics but but, but it makes sense um you know as as far as that goes and i i, I think sam um picking up the shield and 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 carrying on the 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 captain the america moniker will be will yeah. be fun but uh um Go ahead. You wanted to get to yeah. So uh, there's there's two things I want to get to before we close out for the evening because um, we're running a little long. Um, so the just, next just just a tad. yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is um, th- this is one of the more subtle things, but I think one of the biggest payoffs of this entire fucking saga we get at the end of this movie, which is the dance, uh, the oh. dance with Peggy and, oh, and, and Steve. Uh, holy shit, man! Again. They've been setting that shit up. Openly They've been weeping. setting that up since, since like, what, Captain America, one, the original yeah. Captain America, first and Avenger. I, I I don't know for whatever reason. I just I, I fucking fell in love with Haley Atwell anyway. I as, mean, she's hard Peggy not Carter. to. She's amazing. Um, both seasons of Agent Carter, I thought were were absolutely ridiculous. Speaking of, off speaking of Jarvis, 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 yeah, with Tony and Howard, like they tied in. Yeah. You know? That's the only time I think uh, I, I read this earlier today. That's the only time we've crossed the TV movie streams. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I just want to say that before we move on a uh, little post post movie discussion, guys, where are we going with phase four? What do we think we're doing here? Uh, we know we've got guardians three on the, on the slate with oh, presumably Thor now, which I think is going to be fucking that, amazing. That was, I was going to say like, we also have Dr. Strange so, too. Funny, funny, uh, funny thing about, the way Endgame ended with that scene as Guardians on the, on of the, the Galaxy, on the as Guardians of the Galaxy is actually a comic book series. Right yes, now. nice. So, and Thor says it too. It's like, uh, so, as Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and, I, and I think next? that's I think it's beautiful because um, not a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever Hemsworth was talking about hanging up, hanging it up, acting yep. altogether. Yeah, because at, the, at one point the roles fucking sucked. Um, um, so now I think it's going to be, and I think it's, 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 it's going to be fun if he's there for guardians three, um, especially if it's guns script, which we know it is at this point and they hired mm-hmm. gun back to hire or to direct. So I think, yeah, I think, I think we're in good hands for, for that piece. Of yeah. It. Another big question Mike I had coming out of this is what do we think the next captain America movie looks like? Do I you think it's going to be more like winter soldier, like spy espionage shit, or like, where do we go from I there? I don't. I don't think know. we do because Disney Plus has a Falcon and um, Winter Soldier series, series oh, yeah. slated. Yeah. Oh, so we're not going to get a movie. I think I it's probably going to be a TV show. TV show. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, we obviously know we're going to get a TV show we, with Loki. Where do we go with Scarlet Witch and Vision? Scarlet Witch. We have a TV show. There are TV show on that too. Yep. Uh, I heard maybe somewhere in like the seventies, but I'm like, but why? Well, how do they go back in time there? Uh, yeah, you know, I, the thing is, I like, honestly feel like they're gonna have to nod toward the mutants at some point because they, they've already started to retcon Scarlet Witches. They opened so many doors with this alternate reality. Well, they've already started to retcon her backstory on all of the Disney, yeah, bio pages and everything that it's not that the gem gave her the power it's that it unlocked that power yeah so um what i wouldn't mind is if say how they opened up these alternate realities if say on this specific reality end game was the closed book that's the ending of it they transverse into these other alternate realities i don't think we'll leave the 616 
I, I think or, this is or, our... or or the the MCU's version of the six one six, which yeah, is the I comic think, yeah. book prime universe. Yeah, I, I think we're in comic book prime universe, and I think that you're right in that. I think we did open some doors for the X Men, and I think you know what'll be interesting to see is what what did they do? So we've already got Dark Phoenix coming out, and that's I wonder going to be the last. Yeah, that, that is going to be the last, and I wonder if well, they do new anything. Mutants, but I don't know if they're going to do New Mutants in theaters or if they're going to send that to Hulu at this point. But yeah, it, it's I, happening. I, like they filmed it. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to do something with that movie to tie it back into the MCU. I like, don't think they will. I, I think that could just be done, and then I, we'll, we'll see some. I, new... I think I think the the mutants in MCU are going to be a new branch, totally I, yeah. different it's, thing. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I think I think the version of the X Men that we know. Where Hugh Jackman was Wolverine and well, I'm all just, these other things, I, I'm like just saying, it's over. It would be a nice. Yeah. Nod. Sansa Stark is no longer. No, I'm, I'm just picking. Uh, I'm, I'm just picking like as a post credits. It would be a nice nod to fold the the old universe in as still being canon, but like alternate universe or something like that. I don't think they will. I don't. No. I, I'm not hopeful, but um, um, it would be you know something for me. Uh, I think, and then you know that leaves us to you know. So what we're basically describing is we got, like Endgame is Widow. a big advertisement for uh, a Disney Plus. Uh, um, so we got a Black Widow movie coming. Um, Black and then Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther two, Doctor Spider-Man, Strange, Doctor Spider-Man, Strange two, Spider-Man, Guardians, Guardians three. So uh, it, I'm just saying the, the the future is bright, um, and, and it, probably a Captain Marvel sequel. Unless probably, unless I haven't heard anything. Unless Brie Larson Brie pisses Larson, everybody off, which she has been doing apparently. I mean, I hope they do something with that because honestly, I, I want to see something better out of the second one. Like for me, like Captain America Civil War was my favorite, the sequel. Uh, um, so I'd like to see, you know, something that turns into that because Captain Marvel wasn't a bad movie for me. And actually, in, in, uh, I, I, I like Captain America a lot better, but I'd like to see Captain Marvel leapfrog its, its, uh, originator in much the same way that Winter Soldier did. So. All right, guys. So that is our coverage of Endgame, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We're probably going to talk about it for the next few weeks. I, I would imagine it's going to pop up here and there because theories and what have you keep popping up. But... Have we done a podcast yet where we haven't talked about the virtues of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something? No, point? you know, I I really held back a lot of times. We're because... 116 episodes in, and I don't think I don't I don't think we've not mentioned Marvel once yeah and, and i i really held back because I, there i think next week i want to talk about this compared to what dc is doing um but we kind of do that every week anyway so i thought I, I thought i'd leave it off for that one so anyway if you guys want more of this kind of content if you like us um go on to uh twitter twitter.com slash whatever you show or at whatever you show in twitter parlance we we got a Facebook anymore? For five minutes, uh, at least, uh, you can you can hit us up at facebook.com slash whatever show. Yeah, questions at whatever.co if you're interested in the old email way. Um, and we're on a, Instagram, too, whatever you show. pay us. Yeah, sponsor. Sponsor. Not not sponsors, but sponsor. At it only took us like eighty episodes to get that right. Uh, you know, you can you could pay us to talk about your shit. Um, Disney Plus, we're looking at you. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you're going to make money and we like to ride on your coattails. Yeah, sure. Disney, we'll we're, we're one of the only entities you haven't bought at this point. Just, just let's do it. Let's just, you know, stop. Let's, let's skip you the know, foreplay. Let's if just we get go paid for to do this and, and don't have to have our, our nine to fives, like I'd be happy to, to have a yeah. Wolverine show, a Disney property. Yeah. Uh, you know, logo. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fine. You know, produce me, whatever. I'm fine right. with it. And finally, thank you, Ryan, for being here. We will see you all next week. Bye.